Hey, when does the show start? It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This is choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. All right, there it is, a Thursday, the 29th day of June, 2023. Thanks for being here. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nick D. That is me. There's the thief, uh, thief himself, Nelson. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, 916-909-0985. That is your phone number. You can also text us at any given point. That same number, 916-909-0985. Messaging data rates apply. Our podcast stream us on the Odyssey app, also on the BaileyShow.com and on social at Listen to the BS, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter, and then at The Bailey Show on YouTube. Disturbed and Breaking Benjamin passes once again. That is our prize this entire week. We'll give those to you here at the end of this hour and when we do nothing personal. And I called Nelson a thief because mm-hmm. if you remember, I don't know what show this was, how many weeks ago this was. Like two weeks this was your ago. birthday. Oh, sorry, it was my birthday. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, my birthday. We went out for hibachi, and did he steal it, or was he going to steal it? He was going to steal it. He just couldn't find the opportune time to put it in his pocket. And I'm talking about sriracha, the hot sauce. Mm-hmm. And a big I, bottle, too. Oh. He, and, and, you know, when, when Nelson and I, when we started this show, I, you know, Nelson would be sitting outside the studio, and he'd bring, you know, a little snack. And he would have this gigantic bottle of sriracha hot sauce. He would. I just thought it was odd. <laughs> right? Just kind of odd. He turned me on to it because I didn't eat sriracha before I met him. And now I do. But you would think like hot well, I, I want to say hot sauce is hot sauce, but it's not. I know that. Sure isn't. But if, you know, if you're traveling and you don't have a travel size of sriracha, you don't bring the Andre the Giant size. He does. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I don't know if they make a smaller size. Like. Grab yourself a travel side of size of Texas Pete, you know, but it's and it's not the same, but it still give you that hot sauce flair. Absolutely. No. But not him. No, I need sriracha. And he openly admitted that even at 41 years of age, he still steals this stuff. Yeah, he does. He steals at restaurants. Which I is do. horrible. I mean, it's like the downfall of this radio program before we even get started in <laughs> set. You know, you got into my head. I asked for a to-go ramekin when Nikki D and I went uh, went out for Greek food the other day. They had two two ramekins I could have taken home with me, and then I had <laughs> Bailey pop up in my freaking head as I'm going. I'll just pack these ramekins away. Well, what is it that you don't understand that stealing is against the law? I just, <laughs> like, I just, why, why do I have to pop up in your head you at 41 <laughs> for you to realize that you shouldn't take things from people that aren't that don't you? belong to right? you. Yeah. It's fine. They work that into the cost of business. You can't justify theft. <laughs> You're everything I despise when it comes to that. Now, like, we had the conversation of what you said. Anyway, I bring this up because there's, I was reading. That like this sriracha hot sauce, and I'm not a sriracha hot sauce guy. I'm a um, uh, what's the wood cap hot sauce? Like a Cholula, oh, Cholulo, Cholulo, Cholula, Cholula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that's my go-to. 
Yeah, and that's fine. I like that stuff, but it's the consistency as well as the it's heat different. Exactly. of the sriracha. The Cholula is an actual hot sauce where sriracha is like a paste. It's mm-hmm. thick, isn't it? Yes, it's like really a ketchup. Thick. And mm-hmm. it's it's spice, like really get you. Yeah, yeah, spicy. So here's the deal is either Nelson's the ringleader, <laughs> he's a part of the ring, said ring, uh, or he started a new trend because it seems like Everyone's stealing this stuff. Because it's hard to get in the stores. Yeah. I thought I was going to prove him wrong when he told me it was a shortage. And I, Because I've seen sriracha on the shelves plentiful when we were in Atlanta. i never not mm-hmm. seen it. So when I went back home for my daughter's birthday, I'm like, I'm going to prove Nelson wrong and go pick up some. I could find none. God, I wish you could have proved me wrong. It's really? a store brand. So I brought him back some store brand sriracha from Kroger. And it's not the same. But I couldn't find any in any of the stores. So there's another version of the sriracha. It's just not the same. Everybody has made a clone of it mm-hmm. since this is the second wave of shortage. Oh, I didn't know So that. the whole reason why you guys saw me here with a big bottle, like he was saying, taking it everywhere, is because I finally found it on Amazon when we were living in the Airbnb together. And so I, boom, I ordered that big bottle. How much did you pay for it? It was $15 for that bottle, and it would normally have been like 7 Okay, so now, from what I understand, prices of sriracha sauce on eBay as high as $70. You can't find it on Amazon, so you probably have to do, go to eBay. But Bailey pulled it up that day on Amazon. How much was it that day you pulled it up? I don't remember, but this article says it's up to $124. It wasn't that much when you pulled it up. I remember no. that. Because I remember Nelson saying, oh, well, it must kind of be back in stock. So you should have bought it. I know. So he, let me ask. So there's a shortage. Here's the reason why there's a shortage. Um, it's Hufong Sriracha. That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's been hard to find. There's a short supply due to drought conditions in Mexico. That caused the shortage of the red jalapeno peppers that they use. And now it's impacting us here in California. And when any of these markets or places get it in, uh, and in California, they say they sell out immediately. It's like people are on standby. It's like the Furby when it was the first run. Exactly. But So let, let me, is it something that you need or is it something that you want? Because here's what happens with supply and demand. When you can't get something, it's only human nature to want it more. And I'm guilty as this, too. I am a hunt-find guy. Mm-hmm. I've always been that way. As a kid, if there was a G.I. Joe, a Star Wars, a Transformer that no one could find, and thank God my mom was cool enough to drive me all around creation to find it, and I would find it. <laughs> I know you would. This is pre-internet. This is like mm-hmm. you know grassroots operation stuff. So I understand the hunt. Uh, and there are even things, you know, I mean, we, we're all going, you know, seeing the shortage and there's not this and not that. We're paying extra for this. and We're paying extra. For that. There are things. Will I pay extra for something? Not that extra, but I'll pay extra if I need to, like a little bit, like the cola Celsius. Oh, yes. yes you can't find that. it in stores. And occasionally there's a shortage of it on Amazon. And there was a shortage of uh, what's that? Dr. Pepper Cola or whatever that uh, diet Coke Zero drink you were drinking. Oh, Coke Zero orange vanilla. They don't make it anymore. Oh, oh wow. okay. Yeah. yeah, I remember it was a shortage of that, and people were sending you cases when they could find <laughs> <Yeah>. them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, didn't we start like a Facebook page? I don't remember. People, people would say, "Oh, I spotted a case here. I'll pick it up yes, for you." Yes, yes, absolutely. I, I ended up with a, like pallets of it in my garage because yep. listeners just kept sending them to me. It was pretty cool. So do you? need it or do you want it uh well obviously it's a want 
You know, I don't need it. I feel like you need it. But like, I use would you it. Survive without well, it? It's been hard. <laughs> it's chemicals. It's been hard. <laughs> he starts to go through withdrawal. It's right. like the equivalent of heroin. Yeah, yeah. I need it. Actually, I think I'm going to take that back. I need it. Like if someone listening right now had a full bottle, anything over 17 ounces, I think I'd pay them thirty dollars for it right now. Well, they can get seventy on eBay. You could have cash in hand right now. They could, well, they could eventually have cash in hand if they put it on eBay. Just saying, I know I'm not trying to, I'm not helping you your cause. Why are you doing him at all? Why are you shooting me in the foot? I know. Sorry. How much do you have now? I have none. Oh, you're. Oh, I used the last it? spit of it the other day. So that's why you're taking the pills and you're shaking <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still, I have her bottle of the Kroger stuff and I, it's all right. Haven't you ever been like poverty before? Oh, no. Don't you know what you do? No, what? You add water. Oh, no. I, I cut that thing open and I licked the inside of the bottle. No, no, no. You got to add water. That's oh, what I, you, like, I remember as a kid when we didn't have anything, a little bit of milk left and not enough for a bowl of cereal. Oh, no. You'd add water to it. We just add water to the cereal, not even to the milk. What? Part. Yeah. That's being poor. And yeah, one I've point of my life, well, I then, put water in cereal. Yes. Then color me rich then. Yeah. We had we had, we had a, at a, least a splash a of milk, dollop of milk. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't take, uh, talk about a dollop. I'm surprised you didn't use like a spoonful of sour cream and add water, and that's what you're using for milk. We got this new mixture that's just absolutely delicious. So, do you go out and hunt for? It? Do you look on the internet for places? And- oh, I've been scouring the internet no. for like the last three or four days, and I look on every store shelf, and it's really messed up because they leave that row empty. So you go into the store, and you'll see all the other bottles and the fake sriracha sauces that are out now. And at the very top shelf, you'll see four ninety nine sriracha and just a whole empty row where the sriracha bottles would be. You're going to have to train yourself to like the other stuff. No, what he's going to do is he's going to go back to the hibachi without us, yes. and he's going to steal it. <laughs> That's what he's going to do. If they have it. Why don't you ask them where they get it? It might come straight from, I don't know, Hibachi Land or something. <laughs> they got the hookup. From Hoy himself? From Hoy himself. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe somebody listening can tell you where the Sriracha headquarters is. Yeah. Where, you know, I mean, there's, it's, there's got to, somebody's got to have, like, somebody's got a stockpile it. That's what I'm saying. Selling it out of a storage unit or something. Give me the address. There's a uh, doctor in Arizona, Gladys McGarry, 102 years old. And still hasn't retired. She's beaten cancer, gone through a divorce, and she's seen just about everybody around her pass away. Very sad. But she's the most optimistic person you could probably ever hear from. She's got this book out called A Well-Lived Life, and she gives top advice for every decade of your life. It's fascinating and holds very, very true. Mm. It's kind of what I was telling you guys the other day about each decade, what you go through, like financially. Right. Uh, And she goes through everything from your 20s to your 80s and 90s. Ooh, that's oh. interesting. So it might be helpful to you. Read off uh, some of those, and maybe we can find some hot sauce. 916-909-0985. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Would you want to live to be 102? I don't think I would. I mean, not in the way people live to 102. I mean, if you could just wave a wand and be 35 till you're 102, then yes. This lady sounds like she's good. Doctor in Arizona, Gladys McGarry, still working. I mean, I don't know what that means, but she's still a doctor of some sorts. She's beaten cancer, gone through a divorce, and everybody around her has died. And she's optimistic, so optimistic she writes a book. And it's called, see, that's the stuff right there. You got to respect those that have lived longer than us. Uh huh. And, and we've lost that with uh, recent generations, unfortunately. They think they got it all figured out. 
and you don't have to follow the advice word for word, but you, you should absorb advice from somebody that's either older than you or done something before you that you're currently doing. Absolutely. They have so much wisdom to share with you. It's free college tuition. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. You get a free ride. In human form. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's why if you're lucky enough to have grandparents and anytime they want to spend time with you and they're sitting there rattling off these quote unquote boring stories, <laughs> you should shut your hole and listen. Absolutely. Absolutely. I had all of my grandparents growing up, great grandparents. They told me so many things that I will always remember. Uh, so this woman has written this book, A Well-Lived Life, and it offers up the top advice for every decade of your life. Remember we were having this conversation the other day, Nikki? We did. And I was like, in your 20s, this, I forget why I said it. but Because you were telling me I'm doomed for marriage, that I need to get a divorce. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is right. I, yeah, it's kind of taking a downward spiral. <laughs> but I thought it was going to be a more positive conversation. No, that was the conversation. Well, I mean, you left room for it to still happen. You still laid out an accelerated timeline, even though she had missed a couple of steps already. Yeah. <laughs> See, I forget, but thank you, Nelson, yeah. for <laughs> sugar coating yeah. it. Yeah. See, she takes everything negative. I know. Yeah, you ran it all the way into the ground. When so, really, he just said you're going to have to speed some of that stuff up. Like, you can't spell Nikki D without pessimism. No. <laughs> yes, you can, because none of those letters are in it. Vice versa. <laughs> Try it. Put Nikki D into Word, and you'll see little red squiggles until you add pessimism. Right, and you scroll over, and it goes, pessimism. <laughs> your 20s, use them to grow up a little, but also find out what you're passionate about. Your 20s are a time when you start to get serious. You have to put your energy into where you want to go. It's about finding your juice. She says juice means discovering your purpose in life. That's badass for a 102-year-old woman to say that. Yes, ma'am. That is awesome, finding your juice. Mm Got to respect that. Your 30s, don't don't get too stuck in your ways. People tend to settle their habits uh, by their 30s, or you might feel like you still don't have things figured out. Either way, don't feel like you can't make a change. Quote, unquote, there's still so much to do and so much to reach for. Life doesn't truly begin until your 40s. I agree with that. So she said, stay open-minded. So, you know, it's hard for, I think, people in their 20s. and th- See, here's the problem. When we're all young, what do we want to do? We want to be adults. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? We think it's easy. We want to have our own money. <laughs> we want to have our own schedule. We want to do our own thing. We don't want to be told what to do. To we don't want to go to school, blah, 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 blah. And what were we always told? Don't rush to grow up. Don't rush to grow up. But no one ever listens. doesn't matter what generation, who you are, how smart you are. We just never nope. listen. Nope. So you get in your 20s, and it's kind of party mode. You get in your 30s, and you start to make a little coin and kind of figure out what you want to do. But it can get very depressing in your 20s and 30s because you haven't quite figured it out yet, and you don't know if you ever will, and time is ticking. And now you have social media. So you're comparing yourself to other people your age. That's exactly the next thing I was going to say is you see all these one percenters mm-hmm. that make it on social media and everybody thinks it's easy and they could do the same thing. Absolutely. When personally, there, I th- I'm a conspiracy theorist behind these influencer kids. I think there's a panel of people that appoint certain people in the world and just say, hey, you're, that's who you're going to be and we're going to give you a bunch of followers. Well, they call that the Illuminati. <laughs> I, I right. agree. <laughs> it's the internet Illuminati. <laughs> Beyonce points at them and goes, you, Absolutely. you, and you. <laughs> Your 40s and 50s, you figure out how to take control of your life. In your 40s or 50s, you can be the best. they can be the best years of your life. I agree with that. Don't worry about keeping pace with other people. Just lean on your experience. Focus on what's important to you. It's also important to leave hurtful things in the past. Uh, and that's accurate. I mean, this woman is so smart. It's so accurate. 
There's nothing worse than hearing somebody 40 years old talk about what happened to them when they were a child, and this is why bad things happen to them now. Oh, I agree. I can't stand it. Yeah, like they didn't they didn't do what they should have done. Absolutely. And they blame it on their childhood and what they didn't have or how they were abandoned or abused or whatever. Not a fan of excuses. Your sixties and seventies. Realize how wise you are. Use that experience to keep moving forward. Seventy used to mean you were old, but not anymore, especially from the perspective of a hundred and two year old. <laughs> she says there's so much that is still there for you if you look for it. And you see people in their 60s and 70s, and they're having the best times of life. Absolutely. When I was a kid, when you probably were a kid, listen, growing up, somebody was in their 60s and 70s, that was your grandparents, and they were done. And and that was the mindset. It was like, I've, I've lived my life. I'm 70. There's nothing else for me to do. I remember asking my grandmother, God rest her soul. She was my rock. She was my everything when I was a kid. And she was, you know, she was born in 1909 or something like that. And and I was like, you know, she 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 didn't go past sixth grade. She never had a driver's license. She lives on a farm. I mean, it was all that whole shebang. Mm-hmm. And I remember asking, like, Graham, why don't you meet somebody? Why don't you go? Oh, I'm, I'm too old, you know. And she just sits in this, you know, low budget apartment because that's all she could afford. Like her social security is like five hundred bucks a month. And she just sat there and stared out the window for and years. But they were content doing that right? back then. They didn't feel like they were missing out on anything. Did she smoke? My girl? Uh huh. My grandmother smoked, and she wore these polyester shirts, and she would fall asleep with a cigarette in her hand. <laughs> she lived in an apartment kind of like that, only it was just for old people. It was independent, but it was an apartment complex. That's what, yeah, where the carpet, the carpet was real thin. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and she would just, sometimes she'd fall asleep, and the ash would be almost the whole cigarette. She'd wake up, <laughs> and then she'd just fall right back asleep again. Yeah. Just sitting there. Now, Graham didn't smoke. <laughs> Graham didn't smoke. And she made it to 84. Graham, Graham didn't almost Start fires. Well, <laughs> I can't believe she didn't light herself on fire, honestly, with all the cigarette burns you saw in her outfits. 80s and 90s, remember, you can still change almost anything you want to. What? Find, find new things to explore. Realize your inner child is still there and keep living. I think that's overly optimistic, but, yeah. you know, that's nice of her to say. I think she it did. very nice of her to say. And she did it. She was 102, right? You know, she was able to pull it off. Uh, Amanda and Sack, how are you? I am great. How are y'all? This is our Uber driver, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. You got you got any wackos today picking them up? I heard a couple creepy people this morning, but it wasn't too bad. The rides are really short. Creepy, like what they say or how they look? The both. <laughs> uh, are you are you an attractive woman? I would love to think so. Ask my husband; he'll probably tell you I am. Okay, so like you get a guy in there. I mean, if I were your husband, I would. You would what? Uh, well, I would I would be worried. You know, I mean, my wife's extremely attractive, and you know, I don't want her going showing houses to. You know, I just I you know worry. There's creepers out there, right? I mean, right? there are Amanda, right? Creepers are getting the back seat of your car. You don't know what they're gonna do. That's true, but you have to stay vigilant and cautious. You know, got to take a good scan before they get in, and if anything feels too weird, kick them out of your car. Yeah. You don't have to take them to their destination if they make you feel uncomfortable. You got a sneaky weapon in your car. I can't tell you, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> is it a fun, is it is it like a, a fun weapon, like a German battle mace, or like just a gun or a knife? Um, it is a gun and a taser. Gun and a taser, and like all in one. Yes. That's pretty cool. <laughs> no, <I'm not> all <laughs> in one. <laughs> Never where, seen that. Where, one. where can I find <laughs> one? We're, we were we were doing some unpacking last night, and uh, I'm one of those guys that has a bug out bag and a 
survivor vest and all that stuff. And my wife's pulling this box apart, and it's got I've got a German battle mace. I've got a bunch of old swords and of course you do knives and and, and I, the vest with the shotgun shells, and it's loaded up with my nine mil, my three eighty, and all that stuff. Ready for she's war. like. She's like, honey, your survival box is here. Can you put the stuff away, please? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got to run, but uh, you called for a reason, and this is about the sriracha from the, the first segment, oh, right? nice. Yes, Nelson, I have a bottle. You are more than welcome to it. Get oh. my information from Nikki D, and I will meet up with you and give it to you. That's Us from the South got to take care of each other, bro. That's awesome. Don't tell her I'm not from the South. <laughs> don't tell her I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. Just don't. I will. Well, that's, you know, it's okay. still not California, so you're cool. <laughs> All right. Just giving it to me and Nikki, and we'll give it to you. Right. And I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, but you need to give me the whole bottle. Don't give me just, like, little uh, droplets of it, and I got to ration it out. Yeah, because no, he will do that. No. Bottles, no. you'll have the plastic thing on the top. You're good. No, I was talking to Bailey. Because if we give it to Bailey, oh. then he's going to ration it out to me. I need I need to be the one that meets, <laughs> meets yeah. up with you. It'll be a new bid called Earn Your Sriracha. No! <laughs> oh, no! <Exactly. laughs> so how, how did you get this Sriracha if it's yeah. sold out from everywhere? You steal well, it? Well, you know, when you grow up poor uh-huh. and you have money, you buy two of everything. So when you don't have money, you still have it. But we're not going to leave you in limbo by giving this to Nelson, are we? No. No, no. Right. Um, Will you and your husband be free tomorrow night? Um, Yes, we are. We're leaving Monday for vacation, but we are free tomorrow night. Well, if you can and you have time, uh, I'd love to buy both of y'all a drink. We're going to be at concerts in the park. So if you guys want to come. we We were already planning on going. Oh, excellent. Okay. Well, please make sure you find us. We'll be at the 98 Rock booth, the 10th thing. And. Come on over and uh, bring love Nelson to meet sriracha. you. Bring Nelson Sriracha. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll buy you and your husband a, a drink, okay? Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. We appreciate you listening. Be safe, okay? We'll talk soon. We'll see you tomorrow. Oh. Always. See you tomorrow. Bye, right. guys. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. That's awesome. Bye. By the way, for everybody else, we've uh, if you come out tomorrow, you can uh, win a $250 gift card to Smart and Final. Yes. Which is way cool because we're going into Fourth of July weekend, and mm-hmm. you can go there and you get some burgers and get all your shebang for whatever you're doing at your house. And that could possibly buy everything you need to grill. Right. It's on the house. Or yeah. one bottle of sriracha. Yeah. <laughs> one bottle. Yeah. If you can find it. <laughs> all right. First round of headlines. Nikki D, what you got? I'm going to tell you what upcoming day is the worst to travel and what new crime is taking over sex. All right. Get your headlines here in just a minute. Thanks for being here. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. All right, here we go. First round of headlines, Nikki D. Travel this holiday will be hectic. H1. It's been a long time since I've traveled um, at the airport, so it is it's busy. It's extremely busy. Busy and maybe a little turbulent. So AAA has released some projections on holiday traffic patterns. We have the 4th of July coming up, and what they're saying is tomorrow is going to be the busiest day on the roads to travel while Sunday and Monday shouldn't be too bad. Um, There's an estimated 50.7 million Americans that's going to be traveling on the roads. Gas prices are down, so more people are getting out. Also, there are going to be about 43.2 million people that's going to be flying. 
Um, and people are going to be traveling by bus, cruise, or train, 3.4. Yeah, good luck to everybody. I'll be in my bubble. I have no interest in going out on the roads, especially some of those. You do, you doing anything with the airlines in your headlines? Yes. Right. Oh, you are. All right, well, I've seen I've seen some of those airports, and it is nasty, like real, real nasty. I was like, that's what I, I was telling my wife the other night ago, because our daughter's you know, still back in Atlanta, and she's staying there till over the 4th of July weekend, so she should be coming next week. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if any of you have ever, I mean, Sac, Sac International is like one of the best airports I have ever flown in and out of. Like, you should be thankful that that is your go-to airport. Exactly. Yeah. So quick and easy. Try Hartsfield <laughs> Jackson in Atlanta. It is, it is hell on earth. Absolute hell on earth. You, I'm, I'm in Roseville, 22 minutes, get to the airport here. If you're in Atlanta, anywhere, out, OTP, outside the perimeter, wherever, at least two hours just to get to the airport. Yeah, depending on if you leave early. Then once you get there, <laughs> the line, about two hours. Yeah, you have to be there two hours You have to take flight. a vacation in order to make a flight because that's how long it takes. Absolutely. I'll piggyback onto your love of SAC Airport. I worked the day that I flew back to Omaha. My flight was 5.15. I left this building after 4.15 and made my flight no problem. Yeah. Well, I knew it because I made you do that. <laughs> you well, did? That's also, that's also, yeah. You have to stay for the bit. Uh-huh. That's how much faith I have. <laughs> I'm still like shell shock. I, even though I know that I can get in and out of SAC Airport or, uh, easily, mm-hmm. I still feel like I got to be early because of Atlanta. Oh, so do I. Yeah. I, and another thing is I, I can't tell you the last time that I drove to an airport and picked somebody up. But when my wife was flying back and forth, I'd go pick her up. Like, right before work, I'd go pick her up. You know, it's, you know, uh, where we came from, it was Ubers. Yeah, she Just, got an Uber. <laughs> you, you, Uber or, you know, MARTA, public transportation. I ain't doing that traffic. Mm. You know, it doesn't make any sense because I'm going to be, you know, in traffic for two hours when I just, you need an hour and a half to get here. That's it. But this is great, you know. I just, I got a back way from Roseville from my house and just straight shot. I get to pass little farmer's markets and uh, that Wake Island place, I passed the entrance of that, and it's boom, right there. We're going to be on the road Saturday, me and Nelson, so I wonder how that's going to be traveling. Uh, where are y'all going? We're going to take his truck back, remember? It's Crunch Wrap. Oh, to San Jose. Mm-hmm. And we're going to San Francisco. Uh, Oof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll see what happens. We're going to sneak up into old San Fran. <laughs> Is there a reason why? You, well, because you need to ride back. Mm-hmm. It was either that or I was going to take a train with the three kids or the two kids. Are you going to document this when he takes this truck back to his? Oh yes, you know I got to be there to see everything. Will that's you call me? Oh my god, I got to see like what is she going to say? Like what is going to? You're parking around the corner. Let's parking around the corner. You're parking around the corner. I'm going to give you the wrong address and then I'm going to take a quick turn. Right. Let's set up a time and and I'll roll some tape back at the Golden Scissor Studio. <laughs> oh my god, because I want to be a part of this. You're what is it? Your cousin? Uh-huh. Yeah. Loaned Nelson this '93 badass Ford Explorer, mm-hmm. and he's trashed it. He tore it up. There's like not an original piece on it because he's gone to a junkyard and replaced it because he's either. I mean, like the first week we got here, Nelson, why are you late? You're always late. Got an accident. Okay, sure, dude. Side of his car destroyed. Messed up. Light busted out. Dent in it. Because you drive like an ass jack. <laughs> then we're moving out the Airbnb. The windows laying in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> He's scavenging through junkyards to find parts that don't even match. No, nope. she's got like a Mercedes grill on this Ford Explorer. Uh-huh. 
And still, she still has no back piece. Like, he's not replacing that. So that's going back to her. So are you going to tell her about these things, or are you just going to drop it off and see if she notices? I was going to tell her when I dropped it off. <laughs> I don't think he is. Well, he's going to have to. She's going to see it. Uh-huh. She's well, going to see it. And that back piece is completely torn off. I could see him pulling something like, hey, I ran out of gas up here at the movie theater. I'm just going to leave it here and $20 <laughs> under the tire. That's a good idea. Got to get out of town. Got to go. Like Stomach's that. not feeling well. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. I'm not feeling well. I think I might have COVID. I don't want to get too close to you and the kids, so I'm just going to leave it up here. That's smart. <laughs> That's smart. No, it's not. You got to go face her head on. Saw these three hoodlums. Just be careful. They might. I'm going to do what he told me and to call do. out like three different. They might take the back window off the truck or they might. <laughs> <laughs> Those San Jose hoodlums are known for that. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, kids, I want to give you $20. Dress all in black and run from the car. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, second story. Crazy shoplifting tactics have hit home. H2. But first, fiery fake-out. The new Lowe's retail thieves are stooping to as they set their eyes on the merch and set fire to the stores they target. All right, so there's something new that's hitting sack where uh, people are going into stores that they already plan on stealing something from and to distract the workers that work there. They'll go inside and they'll set something on fire. So they'll set like paper towels or tissue or something like that. So when people run over to the fire, they go ahead. This is organized. They already know what they're going to steal before they get there. They steal the merchandise, $100 worth of merchandise they've been stealing, and they walk out of the store. Okay, not a bad idea. But, again, if you were to call my hotline that doesn't exist yet, that should, the call me before you do it hotline, Mm -hmm. what I would say is why would we want to tack on arson charges? Because that's exactly what the police say is going to happen. Right. So let's think this through. Your heart's in the right place. Good concept. (laughs) So why not just pull the fire alarm? Have the sprinklers go Mm -hmm. off. Have your buddy who's with you in the dressing room getting dressed so when they try to get everybody out of the store, if they even do try to get everybody out of the store, oh, my God, let me just finish putting on some clothes. They're distracted. You got the stuff and you leave. Probably not going to get caught, but if you do, at least you don't have the arson charges. I'm going to tell you why that's not going to work because when's the last time you've been in a store and an alarm went off? Many times. People don't even budge anymore when alarms go off in stores. I'm talking sprinkler alarms, like the fire alarm. I don't think when you pull the fire alarm, the sprinklers go off. Some type of smoke has to hit the sprinklers in order for them to go off, well, there not go. just an alarm. Okay, well, we'll change it up. Do a smoke bomb or something. <laughs> or do like they did in Central Intelligence where the rock ties a, puts a tie around it and then lights it. Oh, yep. And he times it out. <laughs> I mean, there's there's many ways. You're asking petty criminals to time out the tie situation? Well, you, you don't really have to time it out. You're going to know because the sprinklers are going to go off. It's like, all right, go time. But that's who you despise the most are the thieves shoplifting. So you're in a store, somebody's shoplifting, setting it on fire. What are you doing to regulate? What am I? If I see them? It's happening in SAC. It's right here now in our backyard. What are you going to do? If I'm in the store. You're in the store. I'm taking them down to Chinatown. (laughs) So you're not going to try to go over and put the fire out. You're going to go after the thieves shoplifting. Oh, I'm going to put the fire out with their ass. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's what I'm going to do. To back your play, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock them down to the ground, probably with a with a roundhouse. <laughs> Ridiculous. And then I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna grab their feet 
and I'm gonna <laughs> and I'm gonna swing him around like that dude in wrestling, and I'm gonna throw them on the fire. I swear, I just want to see somebody commit a crime just to see you do any of these things you always talk about. Like I want to stage a crime. Like I want to pay somebody. Like go in here and steal. Oh, you don't want to make me mad. <laughs> and I- you he's wouldn't in, like him when he's in an Al five. Go over there and let him see you still. <laughs> Nikki's gonna be. We're gonna be out shopping. She's gonna be see somebody steal, and I'm not. She's gonna be like, "Look, trust me. Today's not the day." <laughs> I know what you're doing. Do a radio show. I just talked about this the other day. That guy, psycho. Not gonna let it happen. You're gonna be a burn victim if you do it. Trust me. <laughs> Leave now. Actually, I'll pay for it. Just let me. Just give it to me. Just put it, just put it in my basket. Put it in my car. <laughs> put it in my cart. There's a better way. There's a better way. All right. Uh, we've got Disturbed and Breaking Benjamin. They're going to be together for the Take Back Your Life tour. That's Toyota Amphitheater, July 18th, courtesy of Live Nation. Great concert, great show, both great bands. If you want in, we're going to play Nothing Personal. This is where Nelson goes to our super secret special website. And he finds stories, misconnections, love misconnections right here in SEC. Your options with the help from Nikki D. This, by the way, is her go-to game. Oh, yes. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man or woman for woman. Just got to talk it out. All right. Need a couple players. Is that your paper you're getting ready? My paper, I'm getting ready. Is that your note note paper? Mm, All yep. right. 916-909-0985. We'll do nothing personal here next. The BS on 98 Rock. Hey, girl. Dude, won't you come and get you some of this? The BS knows all about missed connections. Hey, how you doing? But can you guess the sexes? It's time to play Nothing Personal. All right, Disturbed Breaking Benjamin, that's the pass, is writing down names here that I've got for you. Toyota Amphitheater, July 18th. Appreciate you being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. By the way, I like your shirt. Thank you. I meant to compliment you on your MTV uh, 1981 t-shirt. I think that's cool. Thank you. I think it's cool, too. That's why I bought it. Really cool. It's nice. <laughs> and there's Nelson over mm-hmm. yonder. Uh, all right. So let's get our players. We got Angel. Angel in Roseville. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You have any sriracha hot sauce? No. <laughs> She's like, no, that's silly. All right. Well, my producer steals it, and he's looking for it because there's a shortage. So I'm just letting you know. Uh, Shane and Sack, how are you? Yo, good. How you doing? Good. You got any hot sauce? <laughs> mm-hmm. I do not. I swear to I God, if so. we could if we could put together, Nikki, tons of Syrah, you know what we could make Nelson do? Anything. Anything we wanted. Yeah. I mean, it's like the Pavlov <laughs> salivating dog theory. Yes. We just have to. Put it in front of him. Because <laughs> he uses it every day. I do. He, he would shoot bottle rockets out of his butt. I mean, he'd do anything when I ask him to do. Yeah. This is great. Man, we might we have might to go to Nev- Nevada for that. I don't believe you're allowed to have any fireworks that actually leave the ground in California. Well, I didn't expect it leaving the ground if it's in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> I got to hold my cheeks on the little stick. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. I'm shooting the other way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. All right. Uh, here's the game. Nothing personal. Uh, we have these are real stories, mind you, from our super secret special website. These are misconnections here in SAC in and around. And uh, Nikki D will help both of you out. If you get it right, of course, you get a point. Your options will be man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. 
If not, your competition gets the steal. And we dwindle it down all the way down to the 50-50 spot. Angel, you'll go first. Shane, Angel, do you understand how to play? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Angel, here we go. First one. Panda Express. Rockland. Saw you last night in your SUV at Panda Express. You're younger and white. I'm black in my 30s. I don't know what it was, but I felt like you were trying to get more from me than just some glances. Forgive me, I'm new to all this, and I don't want to overstep my bounds. The things I was told to do to you, tongue emoji, I'd write more, but don't want this post flagged. I will say even your imagination couldn't come up with how damn bad I was sitting there. I don't know what that means. I want to taste your combo platter. Yeah. That's what I'm screaming, Angel. What? Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman, Angel and Nikki D. Man for woman. All right, Angel. So I have man for woman, but then I switched it to woman for woman, and this is why. Um, I you're you're in an SUV. I'm young. You're young, white. I'm black. But they said I'm new to this, and then they said I want to taste you. So that made me think that maybe it was a woman for woman because maybe she's new to the lifestyle and she's not sure how to approach another woman. So that's what made me think that it could be a woman for woman. All right. Angel, what do you want to go with? I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Uh, woman for woman. Are you yeah. sure? That's not what you originally wanted to go for. I like that answer. Uh, uh, okay. 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 I'm going to go with my original. Man for woman. Ooh, that's never a good idea. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What did you say? Man for woman? Yeah. Yeah, that's wrong. Man for woman. Yeah, wrong, 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 wrong. All right. Shane for the steal. Man for woman off the table. Uh, let's roll with a woman for woman. There you go. That's what I'm thinking, Shane. Locking that in? Dang it. Do it. Yeah, that's wrong. Whoa. 50-50 shot. Angel, back to you. 50-50. Uh, All right. We have a man for man or we have a woman for a man. And the fact um, that they're talking about somebody driving an SUV being young and white, I still don't think it's a woman for a man. So I think it might be a man for a man. Oh, that's a good answer. Okay. Man for man. You sure? With that. You're wrong before. Yeah. All right. He's <laughs> <laughs> just laughing. Man for man. That is your answer. Locking it in. I got this. You do. That's correct. Yay. Thank you. Took y'all long enough. It did. It did. All right. There we go. Uh, So, Angel, uh, you are on the board with one. Shane, the board is yours, though. So, here we go. Screwed that opportunity up, by the way. Yeah. Four people in a white SUV. You were in the back passenger side of the SUV in a vehicle full of tens. You were a 12th. I could only see from the chest up, but the view was stacked. I was in the red Mustang, and you really ribbed my engine. Let's get you out of that back seat. 
I've got a plush leather seat waiting for you. I might need a little help, though. Shifting gears. I'm guessing by that smile you kept flashing me at every stoplight that you're not scared of working the stick shift. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for woman, Shane, Nikki. So terrible. Uh, So terrible. Man for woman. All right, so I I agree with you, Shane. I also had man for woman. Um, He's a passenger full of four ladies. They're all tens, but she looks better than them. He's looking at her from the chest up, and he has all these references to his little gear shift. Yeah, I would say man for woman. Yeah, that's a great answer, but you can change it if you want. Just stick with that. <laughs> stick with that. <laughs> I'm just gonna stick, stick with that. that. Uh, yeah. Man for woman is your answer? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That is. Uh, All right. Yeah, it is. Woo-hoo. Let's go. All right, on the board. On the board. All right. Nice and done, Shane. Angel, back to you. Here we go. Okay. Nothing personal. Searching for my old friend. I'm looking for my old friend. You know who you are. You warmed my heart, and you definitely could warm my bed. I missed rubbing the lotion all over those curves. I missed the way you made my toes curl. You lived near the bay in the late 80s. We had to stay on the low. But that didn't stop us. My soul is craving you. Let's see if you can get these bodies purring like a pussy cat. I added that last part, just by the way. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for woman. I don't know. All right, so I'm going to tell you what I think. I think it's a woman for woman. All right. Bam. They're talking about rubbing lotion on each other. They had yeah. to be on the down low back down in the eighties because it made, it wasn't acceptable back then like it is now. Um, and then they're talking about purring pussy cats. So, I, I added the pussy cats. Oh uh, well, I think it's woman for woman. Yeah. It actually ended at purring. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, woman for woman. Like. Quick to jump on that one. You sure you're? you're, you're Hmm. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, Damn. definitely. Yeah. Yes. Huh? Right? Is it right? I got this. I just said yeah. No, you didn't say anything. Did you not hear me say this? You said yeah. No. You said yeah. <laughs> yeah. But usually you do that and you go, yeah, that's a good answer. We'll see. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't do it the way you guys wanted me to do it. Do better next time. Thank you. <laughs> Angel two, Shane one. Plenty of time. Here we go, brother man. Home Depot Arden. I'm the person you offered your two cents to on Sunday at Home Depot. I was deciding between three items and you helped me narrow it down. What I need is you to bring that tool to my place this weekend. I've got a big job in mind, winky face. You had tight blue jeans and rough-looking hands. I've got some skin that needs scuffed up. You gave me your card, but I couldn't find it anywhere. I hope I haven't lost out. Crying emoji. 
Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman. These are actually pretty good. Yeah, the internet was really on fire today. Sack needs love. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Shane, Nikki, go ahead. All right, Shane, what are you thinking? Woman for man. <laughs> Did you answer this like, like, like we called you? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just hey, behind the point. I'm a play? little, I'm a little down right now. What's wrong? What are you like in real life? Down? You're upset or something? No, I'm just down a point here. Oh, down a point. Oh. I thought you were like depressed. Oh, oh okay. All right. I was say, oh, did no. you write this I'll article? Go. Okay. So I think um, <laughs> I think that it is a woman for man as well uh, because the number one thing she said, you offered me your two cents in the store. That's my favorite line. Um, she wants him to bring his tool to her place. Right. And she said he has rough hands. And also he had a card. A lot of men have business cards for whatever reason. So I think it's a woman for a man as well. Right. Yeah, let's go with that. Woman for man is your answer. Woman for man. Yes. See, Shane sounding a little happier about it. <laughs> All right. I like the answer. I do too. Yeah. Is it right? Mm-hmm. It is? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Oh, let's, All right, mean, let's go. So let's understated go. today. I just said I like the answer. But you, but you say you, you like a lot of that. answers. <laughs> well, that one I meant. Oh. Well, we don't know. We have to figure it out. <laughs> Jesus. See, there's the game the listeners are playing, and then there's the game that you and I have to play with him. Exactly. <laughs> stop the game in general if you guys don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Jesus, Mary and Joseph. All right, we got just a few left here, and it's all tied up. So every point, muy importante. That's Spaniard for really important. <laughs> Very. Uh, we can't buy, or no, we can't, but we should. Thomas. Oh. You're next. Me, you're my neighbor. I am a good person. You're a good person. We both have families, careers, and very busy lives. That being said, we also share a dark secret. We played tonsil hockey behind your garage during last year's Fourth of July block party. And you know what? You know what? What? Yeah. It's time to make those sparks fly again. <laughs> I know you have stress and I know how to release it. I know we've got so much to lose, but think about how much we can gain. I'll be out back Tuesday with my Roman candle ready to go off. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man or woman for woman. Oh, the man. A man for a woman. Ooh. You think it's a man for a woman? I think it's a man for a man. Ooh, that's a good one, too. Um, The reason why I think it's a man for a man is because it says they're neighbors. They both have families, I would assume, wife, kids, and they have a dark secret. Uh, Also, they want to meet up and have relations outside. Not that women don't do it, but I think it'll be a lot easier for two men to hook up outside than two women. So I think it's man for man. But whatever you want, this is your game, your point, your ticket. Oh, oh my gosh. Ooh, this is a big one, too. This is a hard one. Uh... Yeah, it is. Oh, my God. I'm still going to say, I'm going to say, oh, this is hard. 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, they're good. It's, Nothing personal. It's a hard secret either way. If it's man for man for man or man for woman. Yeah. What's wrong? It's still a dark secret. So I'm gonna say man for woman. Man for woman. Ooh. Gonna go mm-hmm. against me. Not a fan, but you want to stick with it. You can change it. Yep, I'm gonna go against you. Well, I'm not saying anything. You want to go man for woman? Yep, man yep. for woman. All right, yeah. Nicely done. Is she right? No. Oh. If you'd let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Shane for the steal, man for woman off the board. Still can come back to you, Angel. What do you think okay. it is, Shane? Shane, did he lose? Did we just lose Shane? We just lost Shane. Oh, Shane's gone. Shane was. He mine. Yeah, he defaults. <laughs> I tell you what, Angel. I, I got this. Yeah. Okay. I, if if Shane does, Shane's got 10 seconds to call back. And if he calls back, he can get. There's 38 seconds here. Oh, oh there, there he go. is. Hold on. Hold on. Shane, did you just re-up your prepaids or what? What happened? I have no idea what happened. All right. Well, uh, man for woman is off the board. So I need an answer. Thank you for answering. Uh, let's go man for man. Oof, that's man your other man. one, right? Yeah, that's the one I think it is, man for man. I like that one. Or woman for woman, but I'm leaning more toward man for man. And because of the time, if he gets this correct, he will win. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Angel's going to kick herself because she went against me. So with that being said, I want to make sure Shane is sure that he wants to go with this one. Okay. Because there's three other options that are really good. <laughs> yeah, I got to roll with Nikki D on this one. All right. You're, talking, you're going man for man? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Do you want to tell Angel or do you want me to tell her? Aww. <laughs> Shane, you want to tell her or you want me to tell her? Uh, you can go ahead and let her know. Okay. Angel, you lost. <laughs> okay. <I'm good>. yeah. <laughs> You got to roll with Nikki D. But, Angel, you have no idea the love we have for you and your family. (laughs) All right? Good match. You're not a loser. (laughs) (laughs) We have more passes tomorrow. Do Game of Tones. And if you can, this goes for both of you. Tomorrow night, concerts in the park. The entire show will be out there. And uh, we'd love to see you have some drinks and whatnot. So if you can make it, we'd love to see you out there, okay? Okay, thank you. Thank you for listening, Angel. You're a very sweet woman. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Shane, congratulations. Disturbed and Breaking Benjamin, Toyota Amphitheater, July 18th. And Ginger. Don't forget about Ginger. Forget about what? Ginger Ginger. is on the bill. Yeah. Ginger is on the bill. Yeah, J-I-N-J-G-E-R-J-I-N-J-E-R. Oh, you are correct. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that that your band? Well, you know, they're they're nice and heavy. Yeah, um, we love Disturbed, me and my son, so and Breaking Benjamin's always good. So That's cool. You but. take your kid to Disturbed shows. That's you know, it's awesome. Like how old are you? You're what, thirty seven? Oh man, uh I'm I think I'm gonna be forty seven or something this year. <laughs> I'm, I'm losing count. Are you really? You forty about forty seven, you're about my age then, huh? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. Well I'm you could look at your ID if you're not. <laughs> Maybe get your mom to send your birth certificate. And all that stuff, it's tough. But that's cool. I love seeing dads take their kids to rock shows, like real rock shows. Like you know? passing it down to them. Yeah, there's a, there's a video on uh, Papa Roach's social and Jacoby, because Jacoby's one of the best front men out there, hands down. He wrote rules. Yeah, Papa Roach is one of the best live shows you can always see. They make yeah. sure every time you go to a Papa Roach show, you get your money's worth. And there's a oh, video. These guys, they're out. They're in the. Uh, they're in Europe right now. And there's a video. 
Jacoby's going around the crowd and he runs in. He's just randomly. Asks some kid as a sign, you know, pop person. He goes, uh-huh. he asks, what's the kid's name? Oh, yeah, Jacoby. Yeah, I saw that. Jacoby. Yeah. Oh, and there's like so 20,000 cool. people there. Out uh-huh. of everybody he picks, this kid. He's like Jacoby. And then cool. Jacoby, Jacoby just flips out. He's like, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah I can see him doing that. It's the that. coolest video. <laughs> All right. Hey, Shane, we appreciate you, brother. I'm going to put you on hold, okay? All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Yeah, don't go anywhere. Uh, so here's a new trend for you. Not only people stealing sriracha hot sauce, uh-huh. that's a trend, but this new trend of not only throwing things at artists, but throwing them well enough to hit them. Right. Like there's throwing things on stage has always been a thing. But for some reason now, everybody's accuracy has gotten extremely good. <laughs> not good for the artist. Like your right armed snipers. You know, um, and it's happened again. And uh, so Nelson pulled up like the history of artists getting pelted on stage. And there are some really good stories. Josh Holm from uh, Queens of the Stone Age, I think, is my favorite. So we'll tell you the artist who recently got pelted is and some of the uh, older stories as well. 916-909-0985. It's the BS on 98 Rock. It's always been a thing, people throwing stuff up on stage at a concert, bras, panties. I've seen, well, I've been hit. Cups of beer, stuff like that. But yeah, stuff that doesn't injure the artist. Bras and panties, those things can't really injure you. Right, but lately we've seen like this this run of actual... So this the, the story I'm about to tell you is about Kelsey Ball, uh, Ballerini, who's a country artist, very talented um musician which i'm sure most of you know her name or or know her or know her name but what was the other one bb rexa bb rexa and then pink had the ashes had the ashes in. put up there yeah but at least for when pink situation she like got her attention and then handed her the ashes bb rexa was injured stitches and all that deal right she got clocked what, what was what was thrown up there? it was a cell phone oh, that's right a cell phone thank Why you would you throw your cell phone no idea oh my goodness maybe Probably. thinking that you would get it back somehow the video was probably running and they or take a cell like a picture. Oh and send it. my! God. Like you'll see some artists sometimes they'll take the the phone of somebody that's filming mm-hmm. in the front row and they'll turn it around and they'll they'll scream at it or yeah, something. Yeah, but that's people on front row. They carve out time to do that. Well, yeah. on section two hundred four. <laughs> yeah. I'm not defending. I think it's stupid. I I mean I've I've seen pretty much just about all of it. I mean I've been at uh, probably the there's a situation that I was in. I'll, I'll wait for that one, but the. Authority Zero was playing this concert for the radio station I was at years ago. It was like a hurricane relief show. And for and they're great. I mean, uh, I'm a fan. They're not what you hear on the radio when you see them live. They're a lot harder. But uh, the, the people were throwing, like, full beers. I mean, this was a this was early early 2000s when there weren't, as you know, like the caps and stuff like that. That's but people crazy. were full, Like, we had to stop the show. I'm like, what are you doing? But that's the crowd, you know, that they're – they're 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 catering to. They're screaming to is okay. the crazy you know nutso type of girl, but it got a little out of control. And you're throwing full beer. Way cans. out of control. So Kelsey Ballerini was struck in the face after a fan threw an object uh, in Boise. This happened on Wednesday. There was a big show on Wednesday. Like Jelly Roll was out there. I think Complex, who we work with, was out there. Was it on Wednesday? Because I thought well, he was out there on the weekend. He was when out Jelly there on Roll the weekend, was. right? So like something happened in Idaho this week where every artist was performing. Right. It was a big festival. I saw Ludacris there, too. 
She was performing her song, If You Go Down, I'm Going Down Too. What's the C? And so concert goers are filming this, and she gets hit in the face, and she's got a violinist that comes over and takes care of her. They later find out that it was a friendship bracelet. But it hit her so hard. Like, I was like, what did they throw at her? When I found out it was a friendship bracelet, I'm like, golly, that thing must have been heavy. Isn't that kind of like an oxymoron? Like what? you're throwing or, or something at somebody you want to be friends with. That you're, yeah, you're not supposed to hurt your friends. <laughs> injure them. Right. She doesn't want to be your friend after that for sure. It's, it's the opposite of what you're. Uh, you know, right? It doesn't make yes. sense. Uh, so, and, but these 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 throws are. I mean, are good. I mean, they're they're hitting everybody in the face. It hit her in the face. It knocked her kind of off balance. She had to go out. She tried to keep going, but she couldn't. And and I applaud her for even trying because as soon as that thing hit me, I would have been out of there. Yeah, I would have left, too. I would have left immediately. Just, she just, got hit hard. Just been out the door. Uh, so Nelson sends me a, like, a list of all these musicians that were, it says attacked by fans, but for the most part, people throw, well, actually, some of them, people got up on stage. Right. Like the Noah Gallagher, uh, or Noel Gallagher, somebody got up on stage, did they not? Yes. And they, and they took him out. Uh, but the Josh Holm of Queens of the Stone Age is my favorite. They were doing some show in Norway, and- you know, Josh Holm just goes off on this dude. You know, and it's kind of like you're it, – it's a situation when – you know, we're in that situation. You know, you want you want to be nice to everybody mm-hmm. because our job is to gain an audience. Their Absolutely. job is to gain an audience. And if you think somebody's listening, you know, I mean, there's going to be a few people that just listen because they want to hate or whatnot. But for the most part, the normal people, the educated people, are listening because they're hoping to be entertained. Our job is to hope to entertain you. Then you get like those ass checks, and some I always say is sometimes you got to sacrifice the lamb to feed the village. Not that I want to, you know, those shock jock days are over where you can be mean to everybody and they still listen. <laughs> right, those are done. <laughs> but this tirade that Josh Holm goes off on on this guy, what do you do to him? Oh my God! Like he just ripped this dude to shred it. We could, I don't even think we can air the audio because it would just be full of beeps. Uh-huh. Every word you could possibly imagine. But you have to think, you're up on stage, this guy bought money to go to this concert to see you, uh-huh. and you're ripping him to shreds, but rightfully so, because the guy threw something up at him on, on stage. On the stage. Okay, okay. I was about to say, that makes sense. I thought he was ripping him for no reason. No. Oh, no, 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 no. He was ripping him because, and, and there's a, there's, I can tell you from personal experience, there's a, there's a switch that flips when somebody throws something on stage. I've had it happen a couple different times. Uh, I remember uh, I was hosting something at the House of Blues in Orlando, and and it was like a teen thing. It was when I worked for a top 40 station. They are like, you know, be careful. These kids like to throw quarters at, you know, whoever's on the microphone. What? And I'm like, okay, we'll see what happens. And this kid was in the back of the room, right, and he throws a quarter at me and hits me and oh. hits my leg. I mean, from the back of the room. And, you know, I, I stop everything, I ask them to turn on the spotlight, and they put the spotlight on them, and I pointed them out, and, you know, I ripped them up a little bit, and then I threw the quarter back at them, and believe it or not, I nailed them right in the chest. Whoa. <laughs> and I must have been probably about 15 yards from them. I think it's a quarter. There's air resistance. I mean, you had to wing that thing at him. Oh, I took all that into consideration. <laughs> He calculated it perfectly. I had a spotter, like <laughs> four ticks to the east. <laughs> and then the one that uh, helped me get fired was at one point in my career. Uh, I was in a bad way anyway, but we were on stage. It was getting introduced, like I think Fuel maybe it was, and or Soil or like one of those bands. And there was about 2,200 people. It was in Tampa. 
and uh, this there was a fight in the front, and I you know I said security come over. There's a fight, and they get a and this girl starts yelling at me because that was her boyfriend that got kicked out. Uh huh. And uh, and she goes uh, and I said you know so I'm repeating everything she's saying to me, and everybody's listening. Like I had a I had a captive audience, and she goes you're a this and you're a that and you're a this, and then she throws her beer at me, and her beer was half full. Now, first off, it's stupid to throw a beer because they're so expensive, right? right. It's just dumb. That's why don't you Wasting just take your money? Why don't you just take five dollars or probably now ten dollars and just burn it? So stupid. But this beer, because of the weight of the beer, I watched it in real time, kind of wiggle, and it it stayed upright, but just wiggled. <laughs> it didn't hit you at all, as if it was sliding across a bar. It, yeah, yeah. It, it was the oddest thing. No, it hit me. It hit me in the leg. Oh, okay. And so then I say, <laughs> this was. I say to her, uh, I'm repeating some of the stuff she says, and then I was like, "Don't be mad at me because somebody told you you look you didn't look fat in those jeans." And you know, I have this run of things that I'll say to people. And then uh, it got to a point where you know, her, I brought up her mother, and she's like, "Yeah, my mom's dead." And I said, "Because I blank her too much." Like, oh, <laughs> I have never looked out in a crowd of people where it seemed like everyone was about to take a sip, and they just stopped. <laughs> Never in my life, other than that one time, experienced that. And their mouths were like, oh. And after I said that and I looked out, I was like, it's time for me to exit. And I was like, all right, everybody, it's fuel. Good night. And I, you know, and I left. And I remember getting off stage and my program director grabbed this black wiffle ball bat and just is beating it against this chain link fence going, <gasps> calling me every name in the book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It was like God. she threw a beer. But anyway, my point is. Is that there's something to be said? Like when you see an artist go off, like Kelsey Ballerina didn't go off. She did. BB Rexa, Rexa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, BB yeah. Rexa. I don't think she went off. No, I mean, she was more concerned. She was bleeding. Very calm. You know, Pink thought it was funny. Yeah, she just kept right on singing, but she wasn't injured or anything. So what she did was cool. So when you see an artist flip out, they should flip out. Nobody should throw anything up on stage. Unfortunately. No. People have ruined the bra panty thing, and I don't think that's so much a thing anymore. No. But, you know, like, again, it's that narcissism. You're special. You can throw your poster up there and think that they're going to sign it, and it's going to get back to you. They're working. They are working. They're trying to entertain you. And then that already gives them even more anxiety about being on stage with people throwing stuff and injuring them. Hey, they got a, they got a shtick to do, and, you know, you're messing it up. Your job is to enjoy. Their job is to perform. Nowhere in there says your job is to launch things. <laughs> like how would you like open. that you know if you're let's just say you're a tv repair guy and somebody just follows you to every job <laughs> and starts throwing things at you <laughs> like, that's TV not remotes that's not cool you, know, you have a food truck and somebody just drives by on their bicycle and just throws things at your window <laughs> it's the same concept don't throw things at concerts all right, second round of uh, headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you why Madonna was in ICU and what you may be able to fly soon on your own. Yeah. All right, two big stories from today. Get and learn. We'll do that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Round two of headlines. Nikki D. Madonna had a very serious health scare. H3. So when you have sepsis, that means that that local bacterial infection, the pneumonia, the urinary tract infection travels to the blood, and that could cause alterations in blood pressure and heart rate, and that would require more intensive medications. So we've learned uh, more information. Madonna collapsed on stage, and initially they were saying that 
she had um, old age. No, not old age. They were just saying she had a bacterial infection, but people weren't sure like what type or what was going on. But she ended up being in intensive care over the weekend. So some doctors have now come out and gave their kind of uh, professional opinions on what bacterial infection she more than likely had that caused her to have to go into ICU. And they're all pretty much saying the same thing, which is she probably had sepsis, which is when you have a bacterial infection because she had like a low-grade fever for about a month that she just kept ignoring because she was prepping for her tour. And when you have any type of urinary tract infections as women, any type of bacterial infections, uh, the gynecologist will always tell you if you do not get them treated, they could be deadly. So how do you get sept- was it sepsis? Sepsis is when the bacteria goes into your bloodstream. Yeah, but how do you get it? It That's what it turns into from whatever infection you have. Yes. So say you have a urinary tract infection. Yeah. I have a urinary tract infection. I don't get it treated and I just leave it. It Then the bacteria from that gets into my bloodstream. Oh. That is sepsis. My, so it could be anything. It could be anything, yeah. And oh. it looks like anything. They call sepsis the silent killer. It killed my best one of my best friends. Oh, it w- it can kill you. Yeah, yes. I'm sorry to hear that. Mm-hmm. She died like two years ago. What did she, What did she? Do you know what she had? She initially went in um, for COVID. Really? Yep. And she was being treated, and she was getting better, and then <clears throat> uh, the disease, the some kind of virus or something, went into her bloodstream, and she had sepsis, and they had to put her in this machine that looks like a cocoon and turn her body, you know, every so often because she's completely at this point out of it. Really? And it ended up killing her, yeah. That's sad. Mm-hmm. And you see that thing on my face? Do you think I have sepsis? No, you don't have sepsis. I don't know what this is. It's kind of, I just noticed that. I didn't have it before the show, and it's I got it. It's just a, a pimple. Looks it's like not a-, a pimple. It's flat. I think it's sepsis. It's not sepsis. Do Stop you, saying that. Do you have higher or lower than normal temperature? I think so. <laughs> do you have signs and symptoms of an infection? Yeah, well, this thing. Do you are you experiencing mental decline, confusion, sleepiness, or are you difficult to rouse? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Am I difficult to arouse? Not, oh, <laughs> let me find out. And are you extremely no, ill? What did you say? I said rouse, like to wake from a sleep. Oh yeah, I was sleepy today. And are you extremely ill with severe pain, discomfort, or shortness of breath? Well, based on the time acronym, you might have sepsis. I think that's, I have a, a little dose of it. You freaking don't have sepsis. You got faces. Who do I go to? My gynecologist? Go to your gynecologist yeah, and tell yeah, them you have you a pimple do. and get some zit cream. <laughs> I need to find a gyno here. <laughs> Gino or gyno? Gyno. Gyno. Gino the gyno. <laughs> I am Gino. Hey, yo, I'm Gino. I'm your gyno. I'm your gyno. <laughs> yeah, but Madonna. Spread them, baby. <laughs> Oh, Let's make some dough. <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> oh no! You Don't got... let my chains get all cold up in your thighs. Chains. I'm Gino the Gyno. Oh my gosh! <laughs> That's horrible. Madonna. Here's has... my nurse, Vinny. Oh. What's up, guys? I'm just here to get you all cleaned up and prepped for Doc. <laughs> That's right, Vin. You do your thing. No problem, Doc. I got your back, bud. Oh my gosh! Go have a drink of Zambuki. <laughs> Whatever. It's Zambuki, Doc. Zambuki. You know you like that Zambuki. <laughs> <laughs> is that no sepsis? No, you do not. What have is sepsis. that? Then? What do I have? You just have a bump on your face. I'm scared. I'm I'm a I'm a hypochondriac. You are definitely that. Yeah. That you are for sure. Because I didn't have this before. Well, leave here and go immediately to urgent care or go to ER. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, I'm going to do there. that. Okay. Tell them you're dying. Thank you. Second one. Flying cars are here. H four. Meet George Jetson.
Is that actual audio from the story? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a flying car just got approved for testing by the FFA for the first time ever. The company is called Aleph. They're the ones who are behind it. And people are really excited because the car actually can take off vertically. So say you're sitting in traffic, you can just go straight up in the air, fly over the traffic, and then come back down to the ground and keep right on going. These cars... How much do you think they're going to cost you? Oh, geez. Like right now, today? Right now, what is the going price when this drops? You said it was approved already by the FAA? already been approved. They're coming soon. By who? By the FAA. Oh, oh. FFA. Um, Good save. At least a million dollars. Nope. Nelson? $250,000, right? Wow, that seems to be what rich people pay. good. It's $300,000. The Model A will be $300,000, and they already have people <sighs> signed up to buy the car. There's a list. Yeah. And if you want to skip the line and be priority, you can pay $1,500 to be at the top of the list. That's what Tesla was doing before they came out. You get on a, a list or whatever, and the new GMC Sierra, the electric one, there's a list that's already full. You know, that's the thing, like, with these new cars or whatnot. Well, with this car, you're gonna have to have two licenses, so you have to. Have, you yeah, probably yeah. won't get one. Right, you'd have to have a. a, a, a <laughs> you have to have a pilot's, pilot's license, license and right? a driver's sure. license in order to drive this car. But it's not going to happen anytime in our our lifetime. No, absolutely, it will. No, no way. Why do you think it won't? Why would people already be on a list to purchase it if it won't come in our? Because lifetime? you can't. You can't. Okay, let's say Jim this weekend finally gets his flying car. Mm-hmm. Jim has got both licenses. Jim's driving on 80. And Jim's like, there's traffic here. (laughs) You can't do that. They have to change. They're going to have to change laws and they're going to have to regroup things. It takes a long time. I think we're going to see it in our lifetime and I think I'm going to buy one. No, no, no. No, you don't need one. No, I definitely need one. Well, you might need one, but you need not to drive one. I need to fly high. So if it's road rage, what is that? Air, Air rage. rage. Air rage. <laughs> Air rage. It's gonna, we got to come up with a sexier Get title out of the than way. that. Uh-uh. Will they have a horn? Flight Fury. I need a cooler horn up there in the air. That's a great question. Why don't you uh, research that and see if the flying cars will have horns? Oh, let me see. That is a great question. What do you think? Who are you honking at? Another People flying your car. Way. Oh, my God. What are you imagining this looking like? Like the Jetsons. I already, when, I already, I have the picture pulled up. Do you hold on? I'll show you. I what mean, it looks like, like. At, at max capacity, everyone who's going to own a flying car owns one. What do you think that airspace looks like? Because when two planes are within like thousands and thousands of feet of each other, they consider that a near collision. You know what? It's gonna have a horn. It is. Yep. Okay. If these things are legit in our lifetime, do you know what that means? It's the best time for. What? Buying a normal car, because if everybody's going to go down, well, no. If everybody's going to be in the air, I want to stay on the ground. Uh huh. And no one's going to. Why are you hitting my stuff? Because I want you to see how cool this car looks. Oh my god, it looks like your Han. It's all bedazzled. It, okay, I gotta get this car. I have to. It's all, but be- why is it all bedazzled? Because it's a flying car and it's cool. Looks like an arts and crafts <laughs> project. Oh yeah, it's nice. Who it's, makes it? Uh, Alf. A L E L. Oh, like the television show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I guess Be- it makes sense. He was an alien. Better Alf than Ocean Gate. Mm, right. Yeah. It also goes underwater. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, it doesn't come back. But it does. doesn't come back, but right, correct. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, I've been for years telling everybody that would listen, anybody that listened, especially Nikki D, about this product. 
I'm not endorsing this product. I don't get paid from this product. Uh, I just, as an allergy sufferer, I believe that you have to cleanse your nose, right? It's our filter in our body. Mm -hmm. If you're outside, different things get up in your nose hairs. And yes, that is the filter, but things get past it. You have to cleanse out your nose at least once a week, especially if you work outside like landscaping or any type of blue collar work. Um, For those like myself and maybe you that get sinusitis, what that is is the inflammation up in your sinuses. Everything gets backed up. Then you get post-nasal drip, and then it turns into possibly a virus, and it goes for over a month, if not longer, and it just ruins your life. There's a product out, and everybody's sort of a neti pot, where it's like a little genie bottle, and you put the the saline water in there, and then you pour it in a nose and kind of thing. But there's something out there called the Sinigator, and it's battery-powered. And finally, after how many years have I been telling you to buy this? Like seven? Seven? Yeah. <laughs> After like seven years, <laughs> Nikki D finally bought the Sinigator. It's a neti pot that's battery operated, so it forcefully shoots the saline water up into your nose. I'm still scared to do this. She's gonna tr- she's gonna try it for the first time here when we return. And I'm gonna add to this because usually you do this in the shower. So I've got some rip and read for when you do your right nostril. I'm going to give you a piece of paper like you're in the shower doing this and doing what I'm going to ask you to do. Wait, so you want me to put this stuff in my nose and read at the same time? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. If you want to fly cars, you got to be able to do this. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) This is going to be crazy. Yeah. That's the, like, prerequisite for flying a car. Got to be able to read. Is this what you do in the shower? Sign a gate and read? Yeah. Couldn't tell you how. (laughs) Got a nickel. It almost caused me to get a divorce. You know, she's like, stop reading and sign again. You should pay more attention to me. <laughs> Stupid. All right, give us a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Why is you the only microphone that wasn't on? I'd like a microphone, please. I, I'm so sorry. That is 100% my fault. You look nervous. Nervous is an understatement. I'm terrified right now. But I'm, I'm. This is good. I'm not for. Let's go on the record and say Bailey's not forcing me to do this. Bailey is not. Because you're not forcing like, me totally to do this. No, 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 not even close. This, this. You told me you went out and finally bought the Sinigator. I said, I said, bring it in, to the show and do it on the show because I want people to hear you do it because it's going to be helpful. Like I live and die by this thing. I've been using them for years. I'm going to try it out and see. I'm just nervous. I'm just nervous. I've always been nervous about this. Uh, thanks for listening. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson. Uh, and uh, if you, are, even if you're not an allergy sufferer, to be honest with you, you, you really should be cleansing your nose, your nostrils. I know it sounds goofy and it sounds funny. Like, what the hell is this guy talking about? But think about it, right? You get an oil changer in your car. If you have a pool, you clean those filters out. Right? You're always cleaning filters. You clean your HVAC filters. You're always cleaning filters because that's what's getting all the allergens and all that stuff in the air. You have, you know, whatever in your house that's sucking up all the bad stuff, you clean that filter. You clean your vacuum filter, blah, blah, blah. Why would you not clean your body filter, which is your nose? Like, if you ever looked up, you know, get older, your nose hairs come out, your your hairs kind of filter all the, the, the bad stuff that goes into your body, mm-hmm. but it still goes in there and it hangs out in there. And that's when you get sick or get sinusitis, when that stuff gets up in there, you get the inflammation, and you're miserable. 
It's like the worst feeling you could possibly have. So the neti pot's been around forever. And for those that are not familiar with what a neti pot is, it looks like a little genie bottle. And you put a saline solution, which is like a salt water, like if you're at the beach, you know, the ocean. And then you pour it in your nostril, and then it comes out the other side. Funny story about that. Before I I, I found the Sinegator, uh, and I just started dating this girl. This was obviously before my wife. but uh, And I had sinusitis so bad that I overdosed on neti potting, mm-hmm. which meant that I just kept doing it and kept doing it, not realizing that my sinuses were so backed up that it was just holding this saline solution in my my cavity. And one day I had to stop off at the cell phone store and I leaned over to like kiss her or something like that. And my nose just exploded all over her jeans. It was just, it was like, all right, I'm going to go. I'll be right back. Woof. It went everywhere. It was so embarrassing. I was like, you probably don't want to see me ever again. (laughs) Kind of gross. (laughs) A little embarrassing. So do this at night. All right. Before you go to bed. So it settles. Never do it during the day. Bad idea. Like right now. So it's yeah. going to shoot out on me. But this is for entertainment purposes. Oh, this is for entertainment purposes. <laughs> See, that's what I'm afraid of. Like the last time I put water somewhere, which was in my ear, I did it wrong and I had to go to the hospital. So you better be making sure I'm doing this right. You know what? Come to think of it, you've been having some odd medical conditions lately. Like, didn't you go to the doctor <laughs> just the other week to have him clean your ears? Yeah, I had to get my ears flushed. And that's, this was the second time I've had to have it done. The first time is because I botched my ears myself, putting water in there. I've never met someone that had to go to a doctor to get their ears <laughs> flushed. Yeah. That's odd. Hopefully I don't have to go to the doctor after I try this. No. Well, but maybe your ears get plugged because you know your ears drain into your nose, right? Oh, my gosh. Don't say that, Nelson. I can't deal. So you're going to clear out all the... I can't deal. You're going to clear out all the crap that's blocking up the tube from your ear to your nose. Now your ear's going to be able to drain right again. All right. We'll see. If this makes you feel better, I'm jealous right now. Why? I I love signing in. (laughs) I know you I'm addicted to it. My wife won't do it. She never listens to me. My daughter hates it. I... Love it. Oh, they hate it. So she's they, at least tried it. Oh, yeah. she. Oh, I made her try it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because it's good for you. I mean, I bought for it. Vegetables. I'm going to try it at least this one time. I don't know if I'll ever do it again. But Push that down a little bit. Okay. Down. So the Gator again, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's about six inches tall. It's battery operated. Do I you know, do this button or this one? The, it doesn't matter. Just hit oh. the top button. The, the bottom portion of it comes off. And that's when you fill up. It takes about 240 milliliters of water. And then you put the saline solution in it. They're about 20 bucks. Uh, you get them at CVS or whatnot. Amazon's got them. Uh, and then you put that into your nostril. Okay. Now, hold on. Before you go, I want to add to this. Because I don't want you to do it twice. Okay. Because that's too much water. So I'm going to give you this. When you do it, when you sign a gate, most likely you'll be in the shower. Okay. Okay. So when you're in the shower, what do you normally do? Just bathe and get out. No, I mean, like, you can sing, you can talk to somebody while you're in the shower. So this is a conversation that you had with someone that you just slept with. (laughs) So you just got done bumping uglies, and you're like, all right, Tyrone, I'm going to take a shower. And he's just like, all right, I'm laying here. Simpsons are on. <laughs> and you're like, all right, I, I feel I feel the need, the need to sign a gate. And so you go in there, you take off all your clothes, 
You get in your shower. You get your Sinogator ready. And this is this is what you're going to say to Tyrone. Okay. So go ahead and put that in your nose. Okay. I'm going to count down from three. Okay. Here we go. In three, two, and one. Hey, I have a great time last night. I knew as soon as I find out about your rap sheet that you be choking me. Sorry about how I acted at the restaurant, but that bitch had it coming. Bring me those dry ass noodles before you leave. Okay. I want you to pose for me like my ex so we can okay, take. Okay, okay. All right, clean yourself up a little bit. <laughs> Are you sure this is safe? Well, it's not safe if you're getting... Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not safe if you get the... Don't get the water on the electric portion of the microphone. That's... Get electrocuted. Okay. Oh, my God. Feel good, though, I'm a little drowning. bit. It's like kind of like waterboarding, right? Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, you didn't even get to... You didn't even get... I don't think she was really getting anything in there. A quarter of it done. Okay, you got to lean back a little bit. I never said to lean forward. Where's it supposed to be coming out of her mouth? No, it's supposed to be. Well, it can't come out of your mouth, but it'll it'll like it'll circle around your. You know what your sinuses look like? Uh-huh, yeah. Are you yeah. sure this can't kill me? No, I promise you, it's not. Well, I don't well, know. I kind of want to promise that, but there's a good chance you're not going to die. Mostly certain. Mostly certain. This product. Like- I have not heard of a sinigator death. Let's put it that way. Right. Listen, they're pulling baby uh, rockers off the market for killing, like, 10 babies. If the Sinigator had killed one person, it would not be on, for, on sale. Okay, so that was a good first go. Not bad, right? And I could understand you. And it was very, very funny. But need you to get better. Oh, okay. Okay. Then stop trying to die? You hear the dinosaurs? <laughs> oh, I did not. I wasn't paying attention. The Sinigators are waking the dinosaurs. Oh, that's going to be good. The, the gurgle monsters are coming out. Oh. Um, okay, so we're going to go the other nostril, okay, because that was the one nostril. Tilt your head back a little bit. Try not to get so close to the microphone because water and the stuff and the thing and the people and the company and the money and stuff. Okay. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. So this one, um, you're in the shower. You just got done having some relations with Jethro. I'm just having so many relations. I know. <laughs> with different men. <laughs> <laughs> Nine out of ten women sign a gate after sex. <laughs> so you come up with a gina gator. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just called a hose. Oh. <laughs> so uh so Jethro's still in the bed. He's like, I wanna watch the Simpsons. And you're like, all right, honey, I'm gonna go and uh I'm going to go take a shower and sign a gate. But you're feeling good because you just got it. So you got a song to sing because everybody sings in the shower. I know you do. Okay? All right. And I'm going to give you this. This is Stevie B because I love you. Oh, my God. The Postman song. (laughs) I don't even know this The best R&B artist of all time. (laughs) Okay? So tilt your head back. There we go. I'm going to count you down. There we go. In three, two. good? Yeah, that's good. One. I got your letter full of just the other No, 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 keep going, keep going. So I decided to write a song just to let you know exactly the way I feel. So that's not my love for you, it's real. 
Okay, good. You're out of water. You're good. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. like a, Is that you or her? That's, I think it might be. Might be me. You both sound like men. <laughs> okay, we need to get better at your sign again. Oh my god! Okay, it's a little. This is horrible. Feel good though, right? Feel cleaned out. No, I feel like I'm drowning. <laughs> I should ask. Can you swim? Yes, I can swim. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! I would be so indignant about it. I mean, there is a stereotype. I'm angry, and I'm just trying to help. <laughs> oh my! No, and I have to watch. I'm gonna be in the hospital. How are you doing? Why are you talking like you're stuffy? <laughs> because how I am. Because water is stuck. Oh, there it was <sighs> in the in the middle part of my, <laughs> oh, my I, nose. I think she's drowning the T Rex. <laughs> oh my God! It's so clean. <laughs> Finally. Oh. Uh, okay, so do this. Lean your head back. Okay. Just lean, keep your head back. Oh, it's going down my throat. Yep, 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 yep. That's good. Okay, that means that means you cleared it out. Oh my god. And now give it a good swallow. No, I don't want to swallow it. Well, don't spit it on the air. That's 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 not that's not ladylike. Ladylike? You think this was ladylike? Oh my god, this is horrible. No wonder they don't want to do it. I don't want to do it either. I don't even know why I bought it. Well, I'm not you, doing that. You'll get better at it. Uh, how am I going to get better at it? Well, uh, you want me to bring my, I mean, I'm oh, not going to bring my, I, I can show you how to do it, but once you do it over and over <sighs> again. Yeah, I need to see you do it because, uh-uh, uh-uh, no it's, way. You really made that difficult. No, how did I, I did what you told me to do. I know, but it just, I don't know, I don't know which, <clears throat> I don't know how you were able to make it look so difficult, but oh it's really God. not that difficult of a process. It, it's my fellow Sinegators right now are listening going, there must be something wrong with that one. No way. That feels so bad. So bad. <clears throat> you don't feel better? No, I don't feel better. You don't feel cl- cleaner, cleansier? No. Really? I feel stuffed up. My nose is burning. I feel like somebody tried to drown me in a pool, and I barely made it out. That's how I feel. Why are you so tired? <clears throat> because I've been drowning. <clears throat> Water is everywhere. Oh my God. This that was horrible. I don't want to do it anymore. No, don't sit. <sighs> that was the best one. And of course it's when I'm playing the music. Well, <sighs> when you play the music too early, you gotta wait because the dinosaurs are drowning. They're trying to get out. You know I'm they're coming. Definitely drowning. Yeah. Uh, fact. Promise me you're you're not gonna quit. I quit. I just told you I quit. I know. I want you to take it back. Uh, no, I'm in pain right now. You're not in pain. Yes, You're I am. Drama queen. I'm in pain. Oh, I don't even know what's going to happen to me the rest of this the day. I'd have to probably go to the hospital or something. I don't even know. Did it make you have a toothache too or something? Uh, it's, I'm stuck. It's stuck in me. It's like, I can't even. Nelson, why are you looking it? at her like, just wait, and I just want it to happen so bad. <laughs> He's going to relax. He's looking at you like you're a hamburger. I know. Yeah. He's going to eat me. Hey, you know what? I'm hungry for your face. His face <laughs> like, Argh. all right. Well, get yourself cleaned up. We'll take a break. Thank you. You did Sheesh. good. No, I did not. That was horrible. I, it's very important that you understand that I didn't do that for the haha. I did that because I really believe in that product. I know you believe in it and it might work amazing for you, but I am not a fan. I would not do that to you. <clears throat> Nelson, yeah, not you. Yeah. Ooh, that was tough. That was tough. I don't even know. When does the burning stop? <laughs>
Um, well, you're going to have a little burn because of the saline. Because it's just like when you go in the ocean, right? And the salt water gets in your nose. That's Same. what it feels like right now. But it's you act to. like I'm being ridiculous. Well, you, do you act like this when you get out of the water at the beach? <clears throat> Absolutely, if it goes in my nose. Okay. I don't do all that underwater stuff. You know that. <laughs> my hair don't get wet. I'm not asking you to be Jacques Cousteau. <laughs> I'm just saying that sometimes you get water in your nose. <laughs> <Jacques Cousteau. laughs> it's not that. I mean, like, this is a little much. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's intense. It's, yeah, really? I mean, like, you should be in this room right now. I mean, she's like, <gasps> I got like five minutes left in life. I do. <laughs> oh, my God. Microphone's off. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. We'll give her a couple minutes to get cleaned up. Come back. We'll talk about Kevin Costner's divorce, okay? Great. Okay. Can Anything you... but let's talk about signigating. Do you need to go home? <clears throat> I might. Okay. Well, let me know, and Nelson can I, and I can talk about Kevin Costner's divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting all day for it. Give us a minute. It's the BS on Any There she is, my Sinegating sister. <laughs> That's what I am. <laughs> yeah, part of the club now. Oh, That's not a club I really want to be a part of. Don't be a Sinegator hater. Um, I am a Sinegator hater. That's what I am. Yeah. I don't like how this feels. My nose still burns. Uh, well, that's, a, that's not a bad thing. <clears throat> I feel like it's bad. No. Well, you know what Usher said gotta let it burn well i don't i don't care what usher said this hurts is that what he said <laughs> he did yeah i forgot totally what he said yeah he that's what he said but this hurts yeah. so when you do it again don't do it tonight don't sign a gate tonight but the next time you do it just tilt your head to the side a little bit and shoot it but you know it'll get better i but, feel like you didn't tell me the right way to do this no i i did <laughs> how have, else would you do it you have to get kind of your own flow <laughs> rhythm yeah your own rhythm <sighs> you got to make it your own okay yeah. So once you get used to it, you know nothing's easy the first time. Is my nostril gonna swell up? No, you're fine. It's 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 fine. You're gonna be fine. Okay. You be good the rest of the program. I'm gonna be all right. Okay. You look good. You look better. <clears throat> Do I? Yeah. You look like you're hydrated. <laughs> I'm very hydrated. <laughs> my shirt's soaked. You have a glow to you now. <laughs> a saline glow. I like it. <laughs> uh, Kevin Costner in this uh, divorce. It's getting kind of nasty and it's kind of silly, right? I mean, it's well. I say it's silly. It's always over money. It's either money or kids, you know, usually. And his wife, Christine, the, the problem that they're having is they have a prenup. And the prenup agreement, it says very clear that his soon-to-be ex-wife, his estranged wife, as they call her, had 30 days to vacate the home, their home, mm-hmm. when she filed for divorce. And this was back on May 1st. And she's already missed that deadline, big time. Obviously, with today, well, it'll almost be in July. Uh, and she says, I'm not leaving until I find out how much money I'm going to get. He's already given her a million dollars to find a new place to live. He did. She's like, I need like what? $250,000 a month. And then he gave her an additional what 30,000 on top of the million. And she wants him to agree that she, she, she deserves $250,000 a month for child support, for child support. Insane. Uh, and you know, maybe that world will never understand it. That's normal. You know, it's $3 million a year. If you're Kevin Costner, $3 million a year doesn't seem like a lot of money. I get, I don't know. I don't, I don't have $3 million. crazy, so. and she's living in outer space if, he think he, if she thinks he's giving her that kind of money. Well, he also says, I believe he said, uh, she's using plastic surgery expenses to yep. justify this money. Yep, that's what he said. So is that is that normal for a woman to sit there 
especially if she's scorned or angry. Go after the man, especially if he's the breadwinner, and demand more money but lie so she can pocket it herself. They're never going to spend the amount of money requested when this this astronomical numbers. You can't possibly spend that much money on just your children. So she has to be doing something for herself with the money also. You don't think she can spend two hundred and fifty grand on I mean including housing, A food month? Housing, food. But I'm saying she'll probably get spousal support for that type of stuff. This is just child support. Oh. This isn't spousal support for them to live. Well, but do you think there's spousal support in the, the prenup? I don't know. I, I don't even remember why she's filing for divorce. Yeah, well, because he lost his gig on Yellowstone. <laughs> no, that's not why she's filing I'd for broke divorce. broke up with him, too. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was my favorite show. If you're not going to be on it anymore, I want you out of this house. Or actually, let me get out of your house. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the opposite. Have you ever, how many people have you lived with? Uh, one. One? Yeah. Oh, really? One, that's did, it. Did you ever have a problem getting him out? Uh, no, I told him to get out and he left. Like that second? Yeah. Really? It's, I've been in a situation, I've, I've lived with a lot of people. The first girl that I ever lived with, um, not that she, well, I was told I was being played, but I don't feel like I'm the guy that I can, you know, you know. Be played. Right, be played. You're above it. I'm above it. I'm too smart for that. <laughs> so we were living together in a condo. I asked, I invited her. I thought she was the real deal and whatnot. Then I eventually met my ex-wife. And I started dating my ex-wife while we still lived together. Mm-hmm. But I'd broken up with this girl while we lived in this condo. You were giving her time to get out or find a new place? So I tried to, I was like, well, you know, look, we're breaking, we, I broke up with her at Olive Garden. We're in two different colored socks. <laughs> Never forget that night. I, I couldn't concentrate because so I had a brown sock on and a black sock. It drove me insane. And so... uh you know, I was like, well, we got, let's, let's have a, I was trying to be civil and adult and mature. I was like, let's have a conversation about this. You know, you're, this is my place. You moved in. How long will it take you to get out? And I mean, I'm sure I said it nicer than that, but, and uh, she, she comes back and she was like, let me get back to you. She was still going to school, like for nursing or something. So she says, well, I need until the end of the semester, which would have been December, which was like two months, you know, down the road. Yeah. We still had oh, a couple, wow. it was, it was a minute. Okay. <laughs> And it was really awkward because I made it very clear without telling her that I was done with her. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, how many rooms was in here? So did y'all stay in the same room, same bed, or did she go to the other room? Okay, so the it's it started out with her still staying in that room with me. Oh, oh yeah, in my no. yeah, and I had to explain <laughs> that. No, you know, I was like, look, you got to trust me on this. Mm-mm. And she did; she trusted me, and I was legit. I, I was, you know, I was with her most of the time anyway. And I would come home and I'd just sneak into bed and go to bed and sleep and get up. And we barely talked and it was weird and it was awkward and it was uncomfortable. I tried to spend as much time away from the place as possible. And then it got to a point where I didn't think that was fair. So I asked her to move into the guest room. Now, I don't know if any of you listening have ever lived with someone before and asked them after breaking up with them to move to the guest room while still living in the same house and dating someone else. But it is an awkward situation. Very awkward. I have friends that have done that. You say that like you're surprised by it. Uh, I was. Yeah, I maybe that's just me being drink for being stupid. But <laughs> I, I, I was actually kind of surprised. I was like, this could be. This should be easy. I'm honest. I'm being honest with everybody. It's never going to be easy because emotions are still going to be there. And you broke up with her. She didn't break up with you. Yeah, maybe it's that. Maybe it's because I believe if you're honest, everything works out, but that's not the case. No, because she was over there fuming mad. But she didn't come across fuming mad. 
But why? Then why was it awkward? Because we we're because we we're still because she was being nice, like she was being overly sweet. Like I think she was trying to win me back. Oh, well, okay. and then this one day I'll never forget this. This one day I'm getting ready, I think, to go to work or something, and she comes in and and she's not. <laughs> Shocker. And she was like, you know, one last time for old time's sake or something. Ooh. Yeah, buddy. You know, which is kind of like Pornhub stuff, right? Yeah. And I said no. Because I'm not a cheater. Oh, yeah. That rejection sucked. Yeah. And I, so I was put in a situation where I felt bad, but I shouldn't have felt bad because I did the right thing. But then I felt bad. You know, all these women such a little time. And I was like, I felt bad. Did she take it out? Like, was she mad or she just sauntered away naked? She, yeah, she, what did you use? Saunter? Yeah. Great word. She, yeah, <laughs> she, she aggressively sauntered. <laughs> what if she's trying to trick you or trap you? You know what I mean? Like she does it knowing that she's going to tattle on you to the current girlfriend. Yeah. I, I, I can only imagine, you know, what this guy's going, mean, he's like, get out of my house. How do you get somebody out of your house? But they have a mansion. Even if they, if they stayed in the same house, his house is probably so big that he could still never see her. Yeah, but he still knows she's there. And she, like, he leaves. She could go through his stuff. She could go on his computer. She's already probably done that. Because you don't want to live with someone you don't trust. No, never. Right? Mm-mm. That's the worst thing ever. They could go go through all your files and your computer and all that kind of stuff. Find yeah. dirt on you and then just bury you to the rest of the world. So, you know, whether he caves or not, I don't know. Who do we feel bad for? The woman or the man? Uh, in this, probably the woman. No, I need I need details to know who to feel sorry for. It says they're divorcing because of irreconcilable differences, but what was done? Like after eighteen years of marriage, what did he do? When I know who did what, then I can tell you who to feel sorry for. I feel like he did something and we just don't know what it is yet. I just told you. What he did? Yeah. No, that's what you're speculating. She's not divorcing this man because he's leaving Yellowstone. Of course she is. Of course she's not. Absolutely. Kevin Costner has plenty. And it is fact that he's leaving Yellowstone, and he has a bad relationship with Taylor Sheridan, the creator. But it's also rumored that he was having some relations with one of the cast members as well. That would be a secondary reason to leave him. Oh, no, which that one? would be her primary no. reason to leave him. If you're as have you ever watched Yellowstone? No. Well, then you don't understand. It's that good of a show. They're gonna He's have a marathon play. this weekend. I know they are on I'm, Paramount. I might watch it. You should. It's a, it's the best character building show in the history of television. Only maybe second to Dallas back in the day. Oh, okay. It is uh, the 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 creative process behind that show is amazing. The Beth Dutton character, there is not a better character on television than Beth Dutton. I agree. Well, I haven't seen it, but if to answer your question, for right now, I'm going to back the wife because I me, think he did something. If if I'm married, let's say Rach, right, mm-hmm. my wife, mm-hmm. if my wife was on Yellowstone okay, and she was Beth Dutton and she's like, I'm leaving Yellowstone, I'm leaving her. You mm-hmm. are not. I am. No, yes. you're not. Make that perfectly you clear. You are ride or die. You got her back regardless of what. If she leaves a job, it's fine. You guys will just carry on and do no. whatever. Yeah, if she leaves a job, Yellowstone's not a job. It's a lifestyle. Yellowstone, Yellowstone is a job. They've she did got not leave shirts at Bucky's. That's how big of a deal Yellowstone yeah. is. Yeah, okay. No, 18 years, three kids. A woman is not just leaving for nothing. He did something, so I'm backing her. Or maybe she did something. No, he did it. Maybe she fell in love with uh, one of the characters. 
No, she did not. Rip. <laughs> Rip. Do you want to put the money in perspective? Three million dollars a year that you said the total was. No. Uh, his net worth is four hundred million dollars. Right. That's point zero zero seven five percent of his net worth. Yeah. If your net worth was two hundred thousand dollars, you would be on the hook for fifteen hundred dollars a year. So if you own your house outright, not in California, you know what I mean, yeah. and you have no outstanding debt, you'd be on the hook for fifteen hundred a year child support based on that. He can afford it. Yeah. So with that being said, she did something because no. he can easily pay that. And if he wants mm. to get rid of that headache, he could easily get rid of it. She writes the check. No, he but doesn't want to pay it because he's mad she left them. And now he's going through this and he's outed as being a bad guy. No, he's mad that she's doing something fishy. And he's mad that she didn't back his play leaving Yellowstone. She probably did, but she found out something was going on on that set. I think you just converted me. What? I was on her side, but you just made a ton, I almost swore, a ton of sense. Yeah. No, he did not. Yes, he did. Yeah. Not the Yellowstone part. Yeah. That's <laughs> that, that was the most important part. <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> that was the point. <laughs> All right. We got our third round of headlines. What, did, what was my what, what turn? The to point it? was he could, if he really wanted, if he had done something wrong and wanted this to go away, he'd just write the check and get her out. Yellowstone. Yellowstone is yeah. what the point. Yeah. Oh, please. Third right. round of headlines. What do you got? I want to tell you what rule Costco is going to start enforcing and what criminals were smuggling into California. All right. We'll get you those two big stories from today here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Already, third round of headlines. Good. Netflix has now encouraged the Costco crackdown. H5. Welcome, Costco member. If you want to enter the refrigerated fruits and vegetables section, Costco now requires a hair sample and fingerprints. If you are purchasing from the electronics department, that will require blood work and your social security number. And thanks for shopping at Costco. Where'd you get that from? That was her. Oh, that's funny. What is that? That's um, just some funny audio that was on the complete sheet. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Costco has announced that they're going to crack down on membership sharing. So what they're going to do at this point is when you go to the checkout, along with your Costco card, they're not going to ask you to show your ID. So you may be like, well, Ugh. they don't do it at self-checkout. Well, they're now going to have attendance posted at self-checkout so that you have to show them your ID. Oh, it is. I, I don't... So I guess, you know, when you when you swap the, the card, right, it, it used to be, and this was for Sam's Club too, you just flash your card and mm-hmm. you can put it on your phone. Yep. And you go in, you shop, and you're like, okay, well, if you got in without flashing your card, you're, you're SOL because you have to, you know, scan your card in order to check out. Yep. Uh, this, now this is their fault, by the way, because no, very few checkout lines have actually people checking you out nope. you do it yourself self-checkout and, and even they have more of them open than anything you don't even have to go to the the register anymore at sam's club you can do it on your phone while you shop love that oh i didn't know that i went to sam's club last weekend and they, it, you actually i think get a better deal like some items are cheaper if you check out before you even check out mm-hmm. oh and then you pay on the app with your saved 
payment. And then you just walk right by the register. It's it, the biggest big time move you can make. You just but walk. then what do you do when you get to the door where those people want to scan your stuff and scan the buggy? The, show them the phone. Well, yeah, you show them your phone, your oh, receipt, okay. and all that stuff. But that's the problem is is the, is there's there's the bottlenecky. You know, I was in I think I think I was in Costco this past weekend. It was like it, it was ten deep before I could get in, ten deep before I could get out. Oh, they they were already checking your stuff. No, the people in front of me, it just was taking them forever. Mm. Oh, okay, I got you. Okay. You know, what's that, what's that cartoon movie, The Sloth at the DMV? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, dang it, it's Bunnies. Oh, this character. is the one you don't know. <laughs> Out of all the ones you do in our bits. <laughs> yeah, and it's one of my fa- kids' was favorite movies. Ice Age? No, it's um, the only one I know that you don't know. You know, it's like, <laughs> well, that's what they're acting like. Anyway, you know, I've always want like, people are brand loyal. And when they find their brand, whatever the opposite is to that brand, the competition, they usually are very vocal and hate on that. I, 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 I'm surprised there hasn't been a Sam's Club Costco civil war where it's like, oh, you shop at Sam's Club. You mm-hmm. must you must be a liberal, you know, or something oh. like that. You know, like, <laughs> they both have their perks. They're like one of those types of things. Uh, I, I think you got to have both. I do, too. It's expensive. Uh, when the it's prices, 100 and some bucks each. They're going up. No. Well, no, Costco's only $60 no, uh, a year, which is $5 up. a month. They're going up. That's if you buy the basic membership. Yeah, that's what I always buy. Okay, well, if you pay like $40, $50 extra, then you get the 2% back, which makes sense. So you then in turn pretty much make that money back depending on how much you spend, and it'll pay for your membership the next year. Oh, see, I that's I how they get you. But if you're a business... And you're doing toilet paper and this and this and this and that. And you're spending thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. It's obviously you're to your advantage. So we, Rach wanted to 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 go over to Costco. We've always been Sam's Club people just for convenience. Right. And we so we go and I buy a membership. And, it's you know, for the most part, it's the same stuff. Um, the only difference is, is their breakfast eggs. They don't have the ones I like. And so, uh, but they only take Visa. Which oh, sucks. Oh yeah, you told me that. Because like if you know if I, I want to use Amex for my Delta points or something like that, I only take Visa. But That's you know what Costco is famous for? Their samples. No, their hot dog. Oh, their hot combo dogs. special. Yeah. That's a dollar and fifty cents. Well, don't sleep on Sam's Club. They got some good food there in the little cafeteria. Not better than Costco's. See, there we go. Civil War. And the Sam's Club doesn't take Visa. So it's what? like you have to do you have to do Visa debit. They don't take Visa credit. Oh, they don't. Nope. Oh, did not. And your know movie Zootopia. God dang it. Yep. Zootopia. Zootopia. That's just law. All right. Second one. Uh, Forget drug smuggling. Bird smuggling is now a thing. Age six. It's the battle of the birds. Smugglers from South America are shoving the birds into suitcases and illegally transporting them from Brazil and Guyana to the United States. This is another one of my rabbit hole stories. I did not know people were smuggling birds. And as you can hear in this clip I played, it's from all across the country. The story I'm talking about today, though, was an attempt to smuggle 13 live parrots stuffed in a duffel bag as well. But this was coming from Mexico over into California. 26-year-old guy, they stopped, searched his vehicle, and they found the parrots. Luckily, they were able to put them in a safe area, and now they have to quarantine them for Avion's disease, which is like bird flu. Avion's disease? Yeah. Who's Avion? That's the, the water? name of the disease. That's the name of the disease. Avion's disease? Yeah, Avion. Avion flu, the bird Avion. flu? Yeah, it's yeah. bird flu. Yeah. But, am I saying it wrong? No, you got it. It's the same The same people that make the water. It's not Avion, it's Avion. Oh, gotcha. Understood. How did this person not think that the birds aren't going to make noises? 
Yeah, that is a good question. But it, it wouldn't have mattered if they didn't stop him to search. So they don't search every car. His his car just, I guess, was the lucky one they decided I was, to I search. thought it was on a plane. Was no, a... they were coming across the border. It, oh. it was in his minivan. Oh, How they, much is he selling the parakeets for? I don't know how is much. Is that like was... a hot thing on the black market? Can't you buy parakeets anywhere? I think it was parrots, right? Parrots, yellowhead parrots. So maybe oh, he thought the Border Patrol would think they were just illegals that he had back there. You know, they talk, parrots. Yeah. So instead of he was hoping, he was counting on them talking back instead of tweeting. Oh, I understand what you're saying. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was so brilliant. <laughs> but the audio that I played you, people were smuggling those birds because they have some kind of sing-off contest. And if your bird wins, you get all this money. It's crazy. I didn't know any of this stuff. What, 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 what are you talking about? The, the story from the audio I played with yeah. the birds singing, yeah. that's an actual bird, and they're having sing-off contests. So Where? Those people, I think those are coming from South America. They're smuggling those particular birds to have these sing-off contests. Where are they singing off? In the, in the middle of like a park or something. In the United States? Yes, it's real. People have sing-off contests with birds sing-off from South America. with birds. I think that Sinegator really did something to you. No, it's a, it's an actual story. I'm going to send you the link since no, you think I'm kidding. That's not a, that's not a real thing. <laughs> well, you can't fight them anymore, but you can't have them sing battle. Yeah, what? I'll, I'm going to send you the story. Let me watch Animal Planet. They got their own version of The Voice. <laughs> it's a real story. <laughs> we can clean up. I'll let you feather me, and then I'll go and sing against Think about birds. what you just said to me. You said, Jason. It's a real thing. Mm-hmm. People are risking jail time. Absolutely. Hear it? I did. To smuggle singing birds from South America yep. to the United States because it's so often this happens, people have singing bird competitions in parks. Absolutely. Right. Uh, Francis Gahu, 39 of Connecticut, was arrested Sunday after officials said he tried to sneak the birds into the U.S., in his luggage, officials say birds are used in singing contests in Brooklyn and Queens, and bets are placed on animals with the best voice. I don't Real believe. Real story. And ABC I, News. This I, is according to ABC well, News. They're known to have fake bird stories. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I okay. Find, I've, okay. Look, I don't know everything, but I know something, and I know that singing bird competitions in parks is not a thing. Okay. <laughs> I, I just, I'm gonna send you every news story on this I find. You just <laughs> yeah, watch. They just keep coming. <laughs> yeah, I know. Stop. <laughs> the dinosaurs are irate. A <laughs> damn cynigator, you drowned us. <laughs> you definitely drowned. I'm a T-Rex. I don't go in the water. <laughs> <laughs> there is somebody that wants too much money, and this somebody's not going to get the money. You got to stay in your lane and know your role. Uh, nobody pays attention to this show because of this person. I can tell you that right now. I'll tell you that is here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Got to do everything around here. Program the music. <laughs> I was like, hold on. We are about to be on the air again. Just put a pin in that, A.A. Ron. <laughs> uh, welcome back. Appreciate your time. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there is Nikki D. There is Nelson tomorrow night. Everybody's ready. Concerts in the park. Yeah, I'm ready to go. I already got my concert shirt ready. Mm, mm, What's mm, that mm. look like? What's that entail? Um, I just got a cool. Like flare. Like you've got a bunch of buttons like you work at shenanigans or whatever it's called. Nope. I just got me a cool little rock tank that I'm going to wear. What's, what is a rock tank? It got like a bird on it and say rock and roll or something. Oh, that's that's your rock and roll tanked up? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's funny because be Nelson's wearing the same thing. I was. 
His bird's a little bit larger. Uh-huh. It's actually a jumbo jet. <laughs> it says rock and roll in the air. Mm-hmm. And I've got 30 pieces of flair. <laughs> He's got 30 pieces. And I'm not telling you exactly how many flair you should have. Mm-hmm. But if you look at Billy over there, I mean, Billy's got 42 pieces of flair. Right. So just letting you know. Mm-hmm. You do whatever you want. Uh, so if you're coming out tomorrow, you know, there's live music. It's uh, California's largest, longest-running music festival. $250 gift card is up for grabs for Smart and Final going into a 4th of July weekend. I don't know. I have to keep telling you this, but it just makes sense. You know, take care of all your hot dogs and hamburgers and stuff like that. Uh, you could possibly win. All you have to do is stop by the 98 Rock booth, say hello, and there will be probably a little text-to-win type of gimmick or something, however they're going to do it. And you've got performances from Arden Park Roots, John Wild, Live Mannequins, Virgo, Gabrielle, DJ Stace Lace, food trucks, photo ops, live music, free music, uh, and it's us, and we're going to be out there. Not that that means anything to you, but we would like to meet you. Well, somebody says there are a lot of concerts in the park around Sacramento area. Is this at the Cesar Chavez Park? And the answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> that's where we'll be. Yes, that's where we'll be, mm-hmm. right? Yes, that's where we'll be. You sure? I'm positive. Okay. I did not know the name. <laughs> I'm right. positive. It's across from the citizen. I, know, I do know that, right? It is. Yeah, that's what I know that. I was like, please tell me there's not just a question mark at the end of whatever she's about to say. No, <laughs> I knew the answer. That's what I was like, going to leave him hanging. Please, please know the answer. Please know the answer. <laughs> oh, please know my the, God. Please know the answer. Please not know the that answer. I don't know, you know, but I didn't want to step in and... I was afraid to say Caesar out loud. I always mess that name up. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, this person wants too much money. And they're not going to get it uh, because they had a good run, but no one cares about them. How much is too much? Well, if Pat Sajak was making $15 million, mm-hmm. Vanna White wants at least half. At least that's what reports are saying. So it so means about seven. Seven, yeah. About seven, seven and a half. They got Ryan Seacrest coming in. They're paying him more than 15 I can tell you that. Absolutely. Uh, so there's that money. And... Vanna White had a good run, but nobody today is watching Wheel of Fortune for Vanna White. And I will even go as far as to say this. No one watches any game show for the talent. They watch it for the game. For the nostalgia, I think. Well, not if it's a new show. I mean, you watch it. You don't watch The Wall for Chris Hardwick as much as I love Chris Hardwick. You watch it because The Wall is a good game show. You watch Deal or Deal, Deal or No Deal, not for Howie Mandel, maybe for the models, possibly if you kind of perving out, but you watch it for the game show. Nobody watch. I don't. I, I don't even know if you've ever watched a game show for the host. It's not like it's a talk show. Like you would watch Letterman because of Letterman, and you would have to pick. Do you want to watch Letterman over Leno? Mm-hmm. You're not necessarily watching him. Maybe occasionally for the guest that comes on. But you're watching him because he's the, he's the star. He's the personality. And he was. Just like uh, the late night talk show host now. You got Kimmel and Fallon, and you kind of pick one. Colbert. For straight up TV, I'll agree with you. But when it comes to the internet, I'll challenge you with Steve Harvey. People make those videos go viral and share those videos less about the ridiculous answers that people give on Family Feud and more how Steve Harvey handles them. But that's just in that snackable content. He might be an exception to the rules. Okay. Steve, right. Steve Harvey is the most entertaining game show host on TV right now. Agreed. There's no doubt about it. There's nobody better than Steve Harvey. 
No, not at all. He is quick on his feet, and he's hilarious. Yeah, I like he Steve Harvey. I'm a fan. Uh, and, and and he's in the perfect role with Family Feud mm-hmm. because he's able to improv right. and showcase that. He's not restricted to, you know. Wheel of Fortune, by the way, with Ryan Seacrest is going to be real boring. Real, real boring. Seacrest is not funny, nor is he entertaining. He is a teleprompt reader guy. Yeah, but neither was Pat Sajak. Pat Sajak had edge. You think? He had OG edge. I told you, I interviewed him one time, and the dude's nothing like what you think he is. He's like a guy's guy. Like Dan Rather. I'll never forget watching Dan Rather on Letterman one time. And, you know, and during that run of broadcasters, you had the Tom Brokaw, you had the Dan Rather, and they were what news should be today, where it was neutral. Mm-hmm. Nobody's taken a side, and they just reported it. Mm-hmm. And you really just picked your personality just by how they read the news and who you trusted more. Dan Rather goes on Letterman, pulls out a giant metal spittoon, puts a big <laughs> chew in his mouth, and spits during the interview. I'm like, dude, you're awesome. I just saw Dan Rather chew tobacco on television. I thought that was the coolest thing. It humanized him for me. Yeah, I get that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes sense. But Vanna White is, you know, I, I hate to be the ageist guy, but her time is done. Her time is done. And, and I'm going to agree with you on that part. I saw a picture of her the other day in an article, something I was looking at, and I was like, oh, man, she does look, look pretty old now. So, yeah, I don't know that people would just see that. But – is there something that you do watch just for the person? Are you talking about like a movie or a television yeah. show or something? I, then you would have to ask like, who's your favorite actor? Then how much do you like that actor? So I like The Rock, but I'll watch anything The Rock's in. Well, that's not true. I haven't seen everything he's in, like the cartoon movie and stuff. Like that. I haven't seen any of that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Hart. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch. I'll watch some Vince Vaughn. Okay. I'll watch any Vince Vaughn would be the one. I'll watch anything Vince Vaughn is is in because I am such a fan of his comedy style. Right. So you you'll be drawn to that for the person. So for me, if Vince Vaughn hosted Wheel of Fortune, uh-huh. I would watch Wheel of Fortune because you think he'd be funny and good right. with the people. But people aren't watching Wheel of Fortune for Ryan Seacrest. I think they might now no. just because they're going to want to critique him and see R- what he does versus Pat Sajak. Ryan Seacrest is is a, is as vanilla. I'm not hating on the guy because he's extremely successful and he's great at what he does, but he's as vanilla as you get. There's nothing special that makes Ryan Seacrest stand out. He he's he but he's going to kill it when he goes in there formatically and and do the show. But he's not going to be funny. It's not going to be entertaining. Sajak had some good lines. Yeah, you know Seacrest is not like that. I mean, something about him has to stand out for him to have reached the level of success that he had. He's very professional. Yeah, and that's, he's tight. He's like, you know, mm-hmm. welcome to Wheel of Fortune. He understands TV programming. It's like Bailey said. He's going to be a producer on that show. So okay, let's back up for a second before we get beat up on, on the Vanna White old thing. If you choose to be in a job where your looks are everything, then you are at risk of being fired when you get to a certain age or not renewed. You're also at risk for people to say, hey, look, you know, thank you for your service. It's time to move on. You know, let me add to that in that, like, it's Hooters, less- Hooters isn't hiring 80-year-olds. No, not at all. Right. Well, even then, let's take her age out of it. Her gimmick is old. 
the ball gown style, you know, the dress that she's wearing and every who is dressing like that anymore. You know what I mean? Like she's going out to a, a like a fancy ball that, that just doesn't play on TV like it did in the 80s when people still got into a suit to get onto a plane. Right. Yeah. She's not she's not going to get the seven and a half million. If that's her thing. No way. Because she puts her foot down and says it's it's the money or me. It, sorry. Do bye. You, do you watch anything for some money? So for oh, me, I know you do. Oh my God, no. SR seventy nine, the band. Or no, what is it? Seventy one. <laughs> no, that's the band. I'm. T- what's the oh. uh, black girls? What are the black girls? The ones you oh. watch on TV. Oh, uh, Escape. Escape. And oh my SWV. God. SWV. <laughs> SUV. I love them. You're a hater. Oh my but- God, I love SARS. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this did happen for real. When I got into the whole Twilight thing and I got engrossed with it, I really like Robert Pattinson. So I went out on a hunt one day like, okay, what else is he in? Because I only knew him from Twilight. And I found this movie he played in called Remember Me. So I only watched it because he was in it. And it ended up being one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. It was about 9-11. Not that it was good because of what it the 9-11 thing, but just how it all tied in together. So I'll watch anything he's in. Okay, because he's you're attracted to him. No, not even I'm, I'm attracted to him. I just really liked him in Twilight, and I just became, you know, engrossed in what he does. Because I think Vanna White's allure, right, the whole time was that she was one of the most beautiful women on television. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. still even today, I think she is. Oh, yeah. Uh, but times have changed. I, I don't believe sex sells as much as it used to. Because I think people are kind of, you know, worried about what they say and what they yeah, do. Yeah, Me Too changed a lot of that. Right. So, you, you know, if you were to, I, I don't know how many people would openly admit that they watch a show because fill in the blank is hot. You know, the whole gimmick oh, behind no. Deal or No Deal was like, oh, look at all these beautiful models. Mm-hmm. Now, it's kind of pervy if you're a dude and it's like, oh, I watch for Model 8 every week. You know, it's it's kind of crazy. I couldn't tell you a show that I watched just because the girl was good looking. I watched that show that uh, Morris Chestnut was in on ABC just because he was good looking, and it ended up being a great show. I'm about to look up the name of it. V? Morris Chestnut. No, I, I heard you. V? No, that wasn't the name of the show. Where he was the cop, in, uh, not a cop, he was a mortician, and he worked with the cops. The little uh, Hispanic lady, she was the cop, and they, like, worked together. Oh, I like Morris Chestnut. I love him, and I, I only watched that show because he was in it. And it ended up being good, but anything he's in, I'll watch it. because You know his background, right? No. He got shot. <sighs> okay, how'd he get shot? Why would you laugh at that? That's horrible. Because I just, I just want to hear you tell me how he got shot. Okay, well, I mean, if you don't have to be so mean about it. But okay, I'm not going to be mean. I what? just want to hear how he got shot. It was, I mean, he was younger. I mean, because he's from Compton. Okay. Right? I didn't know that, but thank you. And he was a star athlete in football. Oh, he was. And he was going to go to USC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he went to the store with his buddy, and he got some scratch-off tickets. And then he had to he had to go pee-pees, and they're in the back alley. And I guess they had some kind of issues not that long before with some guys in a, in a gang. And uh, these guys pulled up and they uh, shot him. Oh, but, my gosh. Yeah. That's horrible. He survived, though. And here he is Obviously, today. yeah. You know, a great actor. Why would you laugh at something like that? <laughs> because I know you. And I know you always do a movie references. But this time, you actually do a movie I know. So I was just, I just wanted to hear it. I just wanted to hear what happened. What movie? 
Oh, Boys in the Hood. Well, there's something similar in that movie that happened. Uh, <laughs> there you go. There it is. <laughs> it's called Rosewood. That was the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I knew it was coming. <laughs> I was just going to ask you if there were any girls around. I wasn't going to just nail it on the head there. Get your baby out the street. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want a little baby running around here. (laughs) And nothing else to do. Work out and eat when you're in the pen. (laughs) Domino, mother. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you were there. Oh, I, I know. I, start to finish, I'll, I'll I'll do every line from that movie. <laughs> start to finish, <laughs> there will not be a line that I will miss. I'll do everyone's character, everyone's line. I have it memorized. That's awesome. Um, what age? Let's say I'll ask you this. I can't answer this. I'm okay. a guy. As a woman, at what age is it like? I better. My days are kind of past me as far as, you know. Looks? Yeah, people are, you know, it's like, I, gotta, I better get what I need to get before I get to this age. You know what? To be honest, I think it depends on how you're aging. Because there are some women, and I'll use an example. There's some of my classmates. We went back to our class reunion, and we're fairly young. And they look like some old ladies. And I don't think they knew that. So I think it's how you're aging. And if you recognize that you, you aged and you need to sit on down. So I think it varies, to be honest. But So it's how you've ridden the road. Right. Or some, how the road's ridden you. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I think. If you're aging well and you're still looking good, keep keep it pushing. So there's not a number. I don't think it's a number. I just think it, it means how well you're aging. You don't think any woman says, I better get this before the age of blank because after that I'm donezo. Like an NFL running back. By 28, they're done. The stereotypes for age are being broken so much now. Like uh, Cheryl Ralph just got an award at 50, 60-something almost. So it's like you you can't really limit yourself for age no more. Who's Cheryl Ralph? Uh, she's a famous actress. How famous? She was in... Um, not that famous. Probably not anything you guys <laughs> I was going to bring up Elizabeth Hurley. It seems like once a year she trends for wearing a bathing suit or a bikini, and she still looks great at 58. But I mean, Martha Stewart just did that. Yeah, but Martha Stewart looks like an old lady. Oh, I disagree. I think Martha Stewart is. She looked beautiful. really good. I I'm thought. not saying she's not good. <laughs> I like woman, those ex cons, like, though. But you also like old ladies. Like Betty who? White. Be- well, I mean, she's dead. Judge Judy. Judge Judy is, is older, seasoned. Mm-hmm. Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart, well aged, mm-hmm. like a steak. Is it a double standard for a guy? Would you stop hitting over my papers? Well, I'm just, I just try to show you the stuff, so I just spin it around. I don't so know who see. that is. Oh, okay. Well, you never watched Moesha or any of those shows? No. You never watched you... Distinguished Gentlemen? No. No. My, right, my, that's fine. White people don't have UPM. <laughs> I can't believe you asked him if he watched Moesha. He might have. He's a big Ray J fan. Moesha. <laughs> I had a racist cable network. <laughs> <laughs> you turn on BET and it was a gambler's channel. <laughs> he had KKK cable. Oh my god! Yeah, my cable started with a K. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy that owned it stuttered. <laughs> In China, the age is thirty-five. If you care. Oh wow! You just that's done young. at thirty-five? Yeah, that's why I asked you that question. 
And they age very well, most of them. Oh, yeah. Very well. Oh, yeah. Skin tight, young looking. Mm-hmm. 35, that's horrible. New York Times reports on the curse of 35, which it calls a widespread belief that Chinese workers lose their appeal after 35. Age discrimination in hiring is not illegal there. In fact, most civil servant positions is explicitly, explicitly, state job openings are for those 35 and under. As wow. for why younger workers are favored, the Times notes they're less expensive and more willing to work over time. And there's just so many of them. You I, know mean, that's, what I mean, that still exists in the United States. It's just not blatant. Yeah. And, and you know, and, it's done sneakily. Right. And it's kind of silly because there are certain jobs that you should be able to tell someone, hey, look, you're just too old for the position. Mm-hmm. Like, it's easy to tell somebody you're too young. You don't have enough experience. Yep. Yeah. Told that all the time. Right. All the time. So did I. I was told that. Oh, you got to prove yourself. You yep. got to prove yourself. Yep. You got to prove yourself. I have enough experience. So oh. why, why can't you tell? Like, I mean, if you're going for a job at Hooters, right, or Twin Peaks or a modeling job, and a girl that, unfortunately, God dealt her a 2-7 offsuit. You know, she got a bad hand. And she's just not, she's not good for the part. I Nobody think- wants to buy wings from Bertha. And she goes in there. <laughs> you can't tell that girl, hey, look, you're just not good looking. I think in a modeling world, they do tell them that, though, to be honest. I think they're brutally honest with them in that world. So there's some, there's some professions that you know, kind of buck the system mm-hmm. and don't follow the, the corporate rules that everybody yeah. else does. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Models, I've heard so many horror stories of being told, you're not good enough, you're too fat, you're not tall enough, you're not cute enough. Like, they tell them. Yeah, I mean, but- it's just reality, right? I mean, there's certain jobs that a woman can do that a guy can't, and there's certain jobs that a guy can do and a woman can't. There's certain jobs a guy can do that I would never even want to do. Right. There's certain jobs at a certain age you would want somebody to do versus mm-hmm. certain jobs at a certain age you would not want to do. Absolutely. It just happens. And it's just, I mean, it's it's not like it's supposed to be malicious. It's just kind of a thing. It is. But you know, not to say that you can't apply to do that job. Sure. But most likely you just won't get hired. I was say you won't get it. Right. <laughs> you can apply all you want. You won't get it. What's the last job you want? I probably would want to go back and maybe work at the hotel when I'm older. Really? Yep. Yeah, you were bad at that job. I was not bad at that job. You were horrible. I was great at that job. You have a better chance of becoming a skydiving instructor. <laughs> I mean, that you were just so bad. You'd pick up the phone and you are so mean to everybody. What do you want? Oh. Sheets? Oh, sure. White <laughs> sheets. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> No, I can see myself as an older lady sitting at the the desk checking people in. If I, you know, because I don't want to be home retired. Yeah, I yeah. got I got two things I want to do before I die. What? One, I want to be a Walmart greeter. Okay. I just think that's cool. I don't think you'd be good at that. Well, you're no. just saying that because I was mean to you. You're gonna be no. a Walmart regulator. Exactly. <laughs> like you're gonna Damn be right. all in people's bags and looking all in their stuff. Like, let me see your receipt. Dressing all up like Antifa while people are walking. <laughs> <by>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what's the other one uh what was the other one? Oh, almost forgot oh my god he did forget oh you don't know what he want to do when he get old he's oh, ready to he's be a walmart greeter now it was walmart greeter oh my god i just had it Whoa. police officer no. see this is why you gotta write stuff down your ripe old age <laughs> yeah i want to be a guy that memorizes things <laughs> there you go. i'm gonna be a secretary <laughs> what was it i just had I 
It was a Walmart. What was it? Walmart greeter. Mm-hmm. You said two things. Wait, no, I do want to work at Home Depot. I think that'd be cool. But that wasn't it. Dang. Son of a bitch. It was good, too. Maybe you'll think about it on the break. Yeah. I got to write this down because. You got to. See if I can you remember. See, that's why I be over here with my little notesy notesies because yeah. I know I'll forget. I did write this down. I want to bring this up before we get out. Uh, I have this because I know we're still kind of new to each other as we learn about each other. I have this problem. Uh, I always want something that I can't find. I always want something that sometimes doesn't even exist. Like an item. Right. Like, you know, have you ever heard somebody go, everything's been thought of. Everything exists. Nope. Everything that I usually want does not exist. Like, it just doesn't have, I can't find it. So there's two things in the last 48 hours, 72 hours, mm-hmm. that I've been trying to find. Can you remember what they are? Uh, I can, yes. Okay, great. Yeah. I can't find them on Amazon. I can't find them on the internet. I can't find them in the store. Uh, I can't find them anywhere. Anywhere. They One of them does not exist. My wife says I've missed the trend. They don't make them anymore. Oh, dang. And I disagree with her. So I'm going to bring it up, and hopefully one of you fine folks that are listening to this fine radio program know what I'm talking about. It's the BS on 98 Rock. See that video of the verdict being read for the former Parkland cop who they found not guilty on all counts? No, what, remind me, what did he do? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly right. That's the thing. He did nothing. He what? hid. He, he oh, ran. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. I remember that now. No he ran know. from the shooter. He hid. But anyway, the video shows the verdict being read of him being found not guilty on all counts. And I just thought it was so... I understand you're very happy that you're not going to jail or anything like that. And and you know what? I don't know legally if you're at fault. Like, I don't know what the, 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 the what you signed to be, whatever it was that you were. Uh-huh. I don't, it says he was a Parkland cop, but I don't think he was a, was he like a resource officer? But still d- employed by the police, though, I believe. It wasn't a school, like. Either way, I, I don't, I don't know the ins uh, My point is, is he was so elated when they read the not guilty, which I understand, yes, you're very happy you're not going to jail, but kids die. Thank you. I mean, this is the story yeah. of the football coach that shielded kids and his giant back shielded the bullets from from killing these kids. I mean, this was, was a horrible, horrible scenario, and he's happy he's not going to jail. Like, I just would, I just thought it was in bad taste. Like, you can be happy, but karate man be happy from the inside. <laughs> from the inside. You know what outside. I mean? Just say, thank you. I appreciate it. I still am mourning. You know, I, if I could do it differently, I would, or something like that. I just thought it was gross. I agree. A little gross. I wanted to slap him. Can't Agreed. Li- can't live there anymore. I'm sure he's moved already. I'm sure his I'm sure his community's like, oh, don't forget about forget about it, Bob. Come on over for that. Right, right. Oh, um, the second job. The second job. Have you figured out what it was? Yeah. Uh, I want to be the DJ at the Himalayan the fair. Oh. Yeah. You know what the Himalayas, right? No. The ride that goes round and round, and you got the DJ. Oh yeah. I do. We talked about that. Yeah, the old boss yeah, voice. Yeah, she told us she wanted to DJ that ride. Absolutely. He's like, hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Himalaya. We're going to go melt our faces off. Everybody keep your hands inside the carts at all times. Ladies, hold on to those boobs because we're getting ready to get a Mach 5 up in this bitch. How about some Motley Crue as we get ready to go reverse? 
hit the post. Boom. No way that guy's hitting the post. <laughs> yeah, they used to all the time. Really? Yes, they did. They okay. were good. They were good. That wow. and the Walmart greeter. That's what I want to do before I die. Okay. And, and Home Depot. I want to work at Home Depot. Well, you better find a Himalayan ride. I go to Home Depot so much. I was there today <laughs> looking for one of these two things that I can't find. Do they know you by name yet? Not here. My <laughs> one I know your other one did. The other one did. <laughs> sure did. In a good way. It was like, you know, hey, Bailey's going oh, again, trying to ask us stupid questions on how this works. <laughs> again, a little FYI about me as we get to know each other is I try. I try very, very hard. I'm just not the greatest <laughs> when it comes to do-it-yourself stuff. My intentions are good. I've got everything I need to do it. It just never works out right for me. <laughs> so I usually have to hire somebody afterwards, which costs more because they fix the problem that I caused. It was interesting here you talked to a man on the phone moments ago when you had to tell him, well, I measured some stuff, but... You know, I'm not real good at measuring, so he just laughed. <laughs> He's like, I know, bud. It's okay. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to take care of this guy. He's going to be my make-a-wish for this week. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one of the things I'm looking for. So I've got this, uh, this, this table. It's a fire pit table, and, and it's got tiles around the table, mm -hmm. and it's heavy. And I refurbished it. I bought it on Facebook some years ago. My father-in-law father and I refurbished it and repainted it and stuff. And it's nice as a propane tank underneath. And it's got a little fire pit with the little rocks. And then around it, these, this tile. It's not tile, though, because it's thick. Anyway, when these dudes were moving you know, my stuff into to our house in Roseville, they, I don't know why they did this, but they turned it sideways. These oh. are, they're loose tiles. And they fell off and broke. Yeah, a couple of them did, which is worse than all of them. Because now I've got these two empty holes, which kills my OCD. But it's they're not tile because they're like two. I found out today they're like two centimeters thick. Oh, okay. So I'm and I went. I, I started at Home Depot. I thought it was going to be easy. I thought I'd roll up in there and I'd go to the tile department and I'd find something similar and I'd buy it. And I already talked to this company in Rockland that's going to cut it for me because I don't have anything to cut tile. And it was going to be easy. I was going to go there at seven a.m. tomorrow morning. They're going to cut it. So this weekend, when you guys come over, you're not putting your drink down on my table, and it falls through. <laughs> right? And what happened? I had it all planned out. And uh, they're like, we don't have anything like this. This isn't even tile. Like, I'm the only person in the world with this material. Like, it came from Krypton. Right? It was, <laughs> the, nobody knows what it is. And I was, she's like, you need to go. They send me somewhere else. They send me to, like, Florida decor or Did something. Did you say your stepdad built it? Not my stepdad, father. No, my father-in-law and I, I mean, re father -in -law. refurbished the table. Oh, okay, okay, okay. There's nothing to do at the time. Okay. And so I go next door to this flooring place, and this guy comes out, and he's like, oh, that's just uh, Silas Stone or something. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Just tell me where I can buy it and how I can cut it. I don't care about the history of the stone, where it came from, or who. <laughs> just, just tell me where to go. I got 20 minutes before I need to get into work. Well, uh, not going to get it here. You might want to try this place. You might want to try this place. So uh, I'm 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 leaving that place. I'm in. I'm still in Roseville, and I'm by the Costco actually, and I forgot that um, there was a Zothex there. What is that? It's like they do cabinets and flooring and stuff. They advertise with 98 Rock. Okay, and I've heard them on the radio station. So I stop by and I and I meet this amazing woman at the front desk. She's very helpful. 
And then she introduces me to the project manager, this guy, Justin. Mm -hmm. And this guy, he's like, I don't, I don't have this here. He's like, this is a marble or granite. You need to, it tells me what I need to do. Okay. Yeah. And he's a cool dude. He's got sleeves. Y'all tatted up. He's cool looking dude. He's like, look, I don't have anything here. You've got to go to one of these types of places. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He actually gets on the phone and starts calling these places. Oh, see, I love that type of customer service right there. And then he, you know, we swap information and he's continued to text me where I can go. And I'm still coming up empty handed. Oh, okay. So finally I got to this one place and I called up, you know, during one of the breaks. And yeah, Nelson's right. Because I don't know, like I measured it, but I'm never good at measuring. Like it'll say 15 on the on the thing, but it's actually <laughs> 16. And I screw, it's just I'd always mess it, messes it up. My wife thinks it's hilarious. I'm so glad to hear you say that. So I can't, I can't, fi- I can't find this t- this tile. It's it's impossible. Nobody has it. People in tile stores don't even know what it is. But it's nothing that you can just buy this tile no. and just stick it in there. But I thought it was going to be an easy thing. Now here's the caveat to this. My neighbor back in Atlanta owns a cabinet cabinet countertop place. Right. Iranian guy, really cool dude. He's always taking good care of me. Jason, don't worry. I'll take care of you. Just tell me what you want. So I sent him all this stuff. Mm-hmm. He cuts it for. He has some. One of his guys cut it for me. It's waiting for me. Oh, so you got it? No, it's in Atlanta. But I'm saying you have somebody who can do it, and they just got to ship it to you. Yeah, it's in a container that looks like it should be. Did I say this to her? Uh, not on the radio, okay. but you kind of told it, us. It's, it's in a crate that looks like it's that you put the Ark in, like in Indiana Jones. It's a giant. <laughs> it's going to be thou- like $1,000 to ship it. I can buy a whole new table for that. Right. So now I'm kind of stuck in a situation where he did me such a nice solid. Mm-hmm. Does he have to send it in that? He can't just put it in a. I, I guess. I don't know. Put what some bubble do? wrap Question on it. Him? Put some bubble wrap on it and put it in one of those regular little I, boxes. I don't think that's how that works. No? No, it's going to crack. It'll break. So I'm in a spot. I don't know. I don't know where to go. I try. I need it by tomorrow, by noon. I can't do it. So here's the second thing I can't find. What's that? Rach says it doesn't exist anymore. Okay, what is it? A laundry basket with a hat. What do you, mean, you, a what do you mean a hat? Oh, sorry, lid. A laundry basket with a lid? Yeah. I got a laundry basket with a lid. Right. Yeah. I can't find it Is it a partic- particular type you're looking for? Yeah, like wicker. Oh. Dark brown. Usually, just go to TJ Maxx or Home Goods. Mm-hmm. Can't find it. I've been to every single one in town. Does your but you said you can't look- find it on Amazon. I just pulled up several of them right here on Amazon with lids. That's not Amazon. That's rejuvenation. This says Amazon.com. Does that not say Amazon? Oh, I think that's too small, though. I need a bigger one. Okay. I didn't see that one, though. Thank you. You're Thanks welcome. Thanks for finding that. <laughs> I thought I looked for it. This is a pretty big basket. I mean, how much bigger than this do you need? Every place that I've gone, and I need to get a matching one. They'll, like, have one but not two. This is 23.8 gallons. And none of them have have hats. And I'm like, who wants it? My wife was like, why do, why do you need a hat? I said, "Who? No, no sane person has a laundry basket without a hat. And she goes, why do you need a hat? I said, because it covers any smell from your dirty laundry. And you don't want to look at it. And you don't want to look. If somebody comes into your room... Then you go, well, who's coming into our room? You never know a service guy, fireman. Is there a shape you need? Square, rectangle. I found him Do one. Do not fit what you're looking for? Huh. I found several of these on Amazon are pulling up. You guys are good researchers. <laughs> oh my Is this, God. does your tiles look anything like these tiles? Yeah. Dude, we can go to a furniture place and get that. It's a coffee table. Yeah. And they're like this thin. Well, no, they're that thick. Thick. Yeah, but that's I mean, you could th- probably that's a thin take tile. The, the, like, really, dude, I might. 
I might have those tiles back in Omaha. Like, well, I need them Saturday. Okay, well, I can't get them that fast, but I'll well, go to a- Well, you get this wicker basket by Monday. All right, hold on. I'll find this table. <laughs> I bet money I can find this table within 20 miles of us. Uh, if you can find it, then I'll show you. you. Have you seen a picture of it? I have not. I'll show you a picture. You can find it. I'll give you 100 bucks. Oh, it's on. I'm getting this. <laughs> I'm getting this. Daddy needs to eat this week. So. <laughs> Daddy needs more rice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know how much rice I can buy with 100 bucks? <laughs> Crazy. All right. Fourth and final round of headlines. Yeah. I'm going to tell you why Delta Flight took a nosedive and what new part thieves are stealing from cars. That's a tough word, isn't it? No, I, it's the way I wrote it. How'd you write it? K-N-E-W? Yeah. No, I, I dropped it down, so Six it threw my eyes off. You had an eye in new? I got a what? <laughs> There's no eye in that. There's no news like Gary Gnu's? <laughs> <laughs> or like Nikki spells new? No. <laughs> There's no news like Nikki D news with an I. <laughs> you no. can't spell news without an I. That's why I'm here. All right. Fourth and final round of headlines here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Oh, no. news, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. All right, here we go. Fourth and final round. Believe it or not, I'm getting messages. So weird. This business is so odd. But I appreciate it for uh, laundry baskets. Oh, see? Because people want you to know they exist. Mm -hmm. At Listen to the BS. Yeah, thank you for those that are sending me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just look through like 10 of them. Dude, what are you talking about? This place has them with hats. Go there. Plenty. (laughs) All right, for the final round of headlines. This Delta flight wasn't trying to take a swim. H7. With the frightening scene today at one of the busiest airports in the country, the emergency landing at the Charlotte airport, the Delta pilots in the cockpit who got a computer signal that their front landing gear was unsafe. The flight's getting ready to to land, which is normal, and then they get this signal that says their front landing gear is tripped up or something and it's not going to come out. So now they have to prepare the people on the plane for a bumpy landing. But... Watching this picture and just seeing the front of this plane laying on the ground, it the only thing from this story that I'm like kind of cool and I've always wanted to do was now you can't let the people off because you can't pull into a gate. So you got to slide down that little inflatable slide to get off the plane. And that. I don't know why I want to I want to do it. I just want to do it one time. Yeah, you can buy yourself an inflatable slide. <laughs> no, but I mean. Go to a jump jump and do one of those. Right. It's going to be a lot cooler coming off the plane on one of those and just doing it in the yard. There is something to be said about walking on the tarmac, too. Yes. Yeah, yes. Cool. I think that'll be a very cool feeling. I've never been able to do that either. Luckily, nobody was injured. There were 96 people on the plane. Nobody was injured. Everybody was safe. They said that though this does not happen often, Delta pilots are trained to know how to still land the plane without the wheels. Yeah. Which very, is cool. Very much pro Delta. I mean, they, uh, if you watch the the landing, the, the that guy's a champ. Yes, he is. And they put it down. And, and it was odd. Like, you know, it's weird when. When things go wrong, other than an airplane, and I'm not talking about a crash where people die, but like in a situation like this, mm-hmm. anytime something goes wrong in an airplane and everything turns out to be okay, the people are never mad. They walk away and they're happy like, oh, yeah, man, that was awesome. You ever <laughs> notice that? You go to yeah. a theme park and you're on a ride and it stops. People are furious and they're screaming profanities, right? You close a door 
and you won't let people in. They're screaming profanities. They're angry. You're in an airplane. You almost die. People are ecstatic when they get off. Yeah, because they're alive and they made it. (laughs) I guess. They made it. They are alive. It was bumpy. It was scary. You knew that even though this pilot's trained that you might be dying. And when you realize you're not, what else would you be other than happy? As a a not good flyer, you know, not the greatest flyer, uh, I would think that going through something like this, like a rite of passage almost, Mm -hmm. where it would help your anxiety, my anxiety of flying, you know, so like it's almost I welcome if it something like this, like, hey guys, don't worry about it. I'm trained here. We're just gonna have to have a little bit of a bumpy landing. It's all good. It's gonna be similar than going over some rough air for just a couple minutes, but nothing's gonna happen. Like if I'm promised, nothing's gonna happen, right? And then once that's done, I'd feel like I could conquer anything. You'd be no. happy to slide down the slide. Right. Mm-hmm. You would be John Madden after that. Oh, you think so? Yes. Just the you bus would everywhere. Never get on a plane ever again. I remember flying with a buddy of mine, and just before we took this uh, weekend trip, we were going to Memphis to a tennis tournament, and uh, they were hire, getting ready to hire me to do something, and and he had just had a heart attack, and like I just found out about it like at that time. This was some years ago. Then he had what was a stint put in his heart. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, he almost died, and we get on the plane, and he saw that I was nervous, and I said, yeah, I'm just not a good flyer, you know, this and this and that, and he goes- I got to tell you, after what I just went through, I get on planes or do whatever, and I just say, today's not my day. And I was like, oh, that's good. So now every time I get on a plane, I go, you know what? Today's just not my day. Not my day to die. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So it's not my day. Got more living it. And it makes me feel better about it, even with the bumps. Really? Yeah. Fake it till you make it, I guess. Mind over matter. Absolutely. I'm brainwashed. I have an uncanny ability to brainwash myself. (laughs) I can do it. I can make myself believe things. I believe you. In order to get through certain whatever. Right. Yeah. And I learned that at a very young age when I was going through a dark period of my life. I was like, I woke up one morning and I said, enough. And that was it. And then I was like, oh my God, I can do that to myself. This is way cool. And you've used it to conquer the world. Well, not quite yet. I'm just trying to still find my laundry. Trying to find a laundry basket and some tiles first. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be my first mission. All right, second headline. Cops in VA are looking for the man with a mirror. H8. It was rude awakening to come outside and find both mirrors gone. It's going to cost between two and three hundred to fix, and uh, it's it's a real hassle. There's a very weird theft that's happening now with cars. You know, before it was the catalytic converters, people were stealing. Well, now thieves in Virginia have been stealing people's glasses out of their side mirrors on the car. Some cars, they're taking both of them. Some cars, they're only taking the mirrors from the driver's side. And cops are very confused why this is happening. Their only scenario right now is that maybe it's some hot commodity on the black market, but they're only taking the mirror. So they're not taking the whole thing off or the frame just the glass. So, I mean, glass is not very expensive. So. What mirror? Rear view? No, the, the two mirrors on the outside of your car. Side mirrors. Side, Side mirrors. Side mirrors, yeah. Really? Uh, one community had 14 cars with their mirrors stolen off of them. Just the glass? Just the glass. Isn't How do you get strange? that off? I don't know. They said, well, you have to craft it off. If it would, They skillfully removed it is what the article says. But I imagine you could just pop it off, right, right. Nelson? Yeah, because it's connected to a, uh, an actuator on the back side. So you would think... The skill is in not cracking the mirror as you're pulling it off. Right. But 
the device itself is just a piece of plastic that's behind there, and it's like hooked up to that, and then it's got to be able to move. Maybe to they're pick. just all cokeheads, and they needed a new. Uh huh. What are they doing with the mirror? Oh, that'd be the per- that'd be a perfect <laughs> coke mirror. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like your dollar bill is closer than it appears. <laughs> <laughs> your nostril is closer than it appears actually if i was a cokehead mm-hmm. i would probably steer that would be that'd be a different flavor than just a straight up mirror oh you want to have a unique mirror to show off to your other cokehead buddies yes right like whoa look at me whoa what? this is so cool steal the whole car why are you just gonna steal a mirror i don't think this is a trend i think this is a one-off it's I think, vandalism yeah i think there's just some kids that was like, hey, tonight let's go steal mirrors, mm-hmm. or maybe for Halloween they're going to be Mirror Man or something. <laughs> mirror yeah. Man, I guess we'll see. They're just going to do so. All right, uh, last minute calls, comments, concerns, also on the text nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. Messaging and data rates apply. Yep. Go through that, roll some credits, and get out of here for a Thursday. Who's that? Oh, time to stand. Perfect timing. <laughs> I gotta stand up for a little bit more than a minute. My watch tells me that too. <laughs> I like when my watch tells me to breathe. I'm like, oh, <laughs> how long has this been since I breathed? Thank you, watch. All right, we'll do all that here in just minutes. The BS on Netty Rock. As always, we appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey, right there, Nick D. There is Nelson getting ready for a Fourth of July weekend. Come tomorrow. We'll come to work, we'll leave work, we'll go directly down to concerts in the park, we'll have some drinks, we'll enjoy our time, we'll hopefully give you a $250 gift card to Smart and Final, which by the way is something that we are giving out tomorrow uh, evening if you'd like to come on down to concerts in the park and uh, have a drink with us. There's live music, there's food trucks, there's good times, right? A lot going on out there. A lot going on. Arden Park Roots, John Wild, Live Mannequins. Virgo, Gabrielle, DJ Stace Lace, uh, all performing. So that's where we'll be. Uh, now, I've seen all the fireworks stands start to pop up. We're new to town. I know there's different rules, different places. California, rightfully so, because of the wildfires. I'm not a huge fireworks guy, just to let you know. Mm. I'm not a fan. I'm, I'm a fan of the fireworks. I just want you to stop after a certain time. I'm not a fan uh-huh. of the all-night-long fireworks. I like the big fireworks displays. I don't like the drunk guy in the neighborhood in the cul-de-sac mm. shooting off things that he doesn't know where they're going to land. Exactly. Oh, yeah, you got to know where it's going to land. But I, I'm a fan of doing that, putting on that show. Well, you're kind of trash. <laughs> oh, I'm white trash all the way through. Yeah. yeah. So, There's no doubt about that. If you want to have sparklers out there, but, you know, it drives my dogs insane. And, you know, the guy that shoots off the fireworks on July 8th, He's got to go. You got to stop that. I'm sick of it. <laughs> you know, the four, it's 4th of July. Even 3rd, I get. But the 8th or the 1st. Cut it out. Stop. Anyway, uh, so fireworks will officially be on sale. Uh, they are. Uh, what, yesterday? Yeah, yesterday at noon. They're officially on sale. And so there's an app, right, that the Sacramento Fire Department has launched to combat illegal fireworks (laughs) so you download this app and users will be able to report illegal fireworks this is like right up my alley what is this app absolutely i I, need it on my phone i am going to sell you out in a heartbeat 
view community alerts, access local events, review community tips and resources, see safety tips, and file reports. If there's anyone in my neighborhood that are shooting off fireworks too late, I'm coming after you with my app. <laughs> oh, I'm downloading it. I got I, my phone out right now. I will now. find you, and I will report you. I will, yeah, I will find you, and I will QR code you. <laughs> yeah. QR code you. Isn't that crazy? Like the they they actually, it's not cheap to make an app, right? Especially a user friendly app. These guys made an app so you can snitch on people. I love God. it. You need more of it. More. They should of call it. the app Stitches. Oh, that's good. Or snitches. But snitches get stitches. Get stitches. Get stitches. And they end and, up in ditches. And then that's the advertising. Well, they could take Stitcher. That's going away. Oh, yep. So they could take they could possibly buy that name. But anyway, <laughs> so you can download that. You can find it. Uh I don't know. Just go on. I'm looking at it on uh I think the Sacramento Bee had it. Is that where I saw it? Yeah. The, well, I'm I mean, on the news- Fox yeah, on Fox40.com. Okay. They've got the story. We can put it up on the our Facebook. The app. Yeah, just put a link to the app if you want to do it. Because that's what we want to be, the tattletales. It's not our app. I know. We, they, look, I mean, there's there's rules to it. But people think that because it's 4th of July, there are no rules to the fireworks. There's no rules in my apartment complex. Let me tell you, Arden's lit up and has been for more than a week. See, that's that's not They're cool. already doing fireworks? Already, yeah. It's been Whoa. since before last weekend. You need and to like. Uh, what do you artillery shells? You know, like boom. But those are illegal, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah they're illegal. Anything that comes off the ground's illegal here. So, is there like a fireworks police or what happens? Oh, I mean, again, download this app and report them. ASAP, <laughs> and then they will laugh when they see where it's at. N- Nikki and I are going to Starsky and Hutch this situation this weekend. We're just going to drive around town. We're going to be with the app and be like, just. Re- I'm getting a lot of reports from the same phones. <laughs> Look, we are on the case. We are helping you. We'll get okay? some of those like neighborhood watch jackets, those matching jackets. <laughs> right? Giant tiger in the back. <laughs> Big oh, eye. Here they come. Here they come. Here we come. Since we can't find a siren, we'll just roll down the windows and go, woo! <laughs> we got you. Driving around in Nikki's bedazzled Honda Accord. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Here comes the pink tattletale. They'll see the sparkles <laughs> coming down the street. <laughs> Holla at you, Honda. <laughs> <laughs> you'll know they're coming because you'll hear, let's go. Let's go. And. We're going to get confronted and back to a corner by like the firework mafia. Like, Nikki, what do we do? Don't worry, Bailey. I got this. <laughs> Knocks them all down. They all get sepsis or whatever it is. <laughs> all right. What you got, Nikki? I'm a sign to get a hater. Yeah. Let's That's work. it. Don't, don't give up on it. Promise I, me you're not going to give up. I, I can't promise you that. My nose still hurts. Don't, just don't give up. <laughs> don't, don't quit. Don't ever quit. Don't, don't quit. ever let go. Stay golden, pony boy. Stay golden. Ugh. Pony D. Pony <laughs> D. Right. Is no. this show over yet? I'm trying to earn my hundred bucks. I'm gonna find that tile. Oh yeah, yeah. We well, gotta say something so we get up. Yeah, I'm gonna find that tile. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Look, uh, we appreciate you listening. Uh, give us a, a like, a follow, a share. At listen to the BS on the social media. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your evening. We will talk to you tomorrow at three. Yeah, bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been the Bailey Show. What?